0: The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports Presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, R&R Realty Group, Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and Tamiya and Son. I just need Thank to for sneak in Dowling one Catholic ID before on six. On Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
1: And hey, good evening and welcome to high school girls and boys basketball tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling and Urbandale in a Central Iowa Metro League Central Conference matchup. First time these two teams will have met this year. They'll meet again later on in the season, but uh, this game is played on Saturday night. Yes, it's Saturday night, and I got uh, DeVinny out of his uh, Saturday routine on the Saturday, January 11, 2020, because last night... We had a huge major storm that brought three inches of snow and no games. And, Steve, yeah. we're here tonight. Well, they were calling for, what, seven, eight, nine
2: inches? Yes, they were. Possibility of. Yes, they were. And I was thinking to myself, <laughs> why do we live here? But then we kind of <laughs> we dodged a bullet, didn't we?
1: Well, you tried to move. I mean, I know you're getting close to retirement. Mr. Vinnie just had another birthday here not too long ago, as I reminded you of. We're all getting closer and, to retirement. <laughs> and you, all you did was retire and move. From Windsor Heights to Johnston, that was it. Yeah, that's all.
2: Hey, we, that's further north too. I mean, it's yeah. You should, you wouldn't believe how cold the temperatures are up there.
1: Can't believe your beautiful bride Tracy let you do that, but unbelievable. It is, it is what it is, and uh, we're here tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling and Johnston, or Dowling and Urbandale from the Urbendale Gymnasium. First time we've been here in a few years, as we've had this. I just telling Joe Heyman, the outstanding pa voice here at johnson high school we haven't been here in a couple years because we've had our iowa catholic radio christmas party when these two teams have met on the yep. first friday in december well that all changed this year because this game got moved to, to urbandale in january so thus we're here and uh, you notice we've got upgraded we're no longer in the upper bleachers we yeah. are courtside that's next nice. to mr kevin Audi, the dowling scorekeeper on our right? nation and you yep. yeah, so we are right next to dowling bench we might hear some things tonight folks Our microphone is right on the court.
2: (laughs) Let's hope that it's all uh, clean. All good. Family fun. (laughs) But it should be a good ballgame here for the girls. Hey, i got to give a
1: shout-out to our studio producer for Iowa Catholic Radio, Jeff Pickett, as he took his Friday night off and came over on Saturday. Jeff, thanks for opening up the uh, studio and uh, sitting in with us tonight. Appreciate all you do back there at Iowa Catholic Radio. But uh, we are here courtside, Dowling Girls and Urbandale Girls, both teams, off eight days. They did not play on Tuesday night like the Dowling Boys did. So Urbandale's uh, last game was uh, last Friday night as uh, they're coming off a um, win over uh, last Saturday, excuse me, as they defeated Council Bluffs Jefferson uh, 54-35 and then losing Friday night 62-43. Uh, to the Johnson Dragons over at Johnson. So Urbandale girls coming off a one-and-one weekend last week, but they had the whole week off until tonight, and Dowling girls coming off a win last Friday night uh, as uh, Dowling uh, defeating uh, Ankeny Centennial 59-37 in the game you heard in Iowa Catholic Radio. Then last Saturday, Dowling girls taking on and knocking off number one Bennett Academy out of Chicago, 69-58 over there in the Chicago suburbs. So that's great both teams played back-to-back nights and had a week off and they're ready to go tonight we should see a pretty good top 10 girls game here steve with Dallin girls ranked fourth and urbandale coming in this week at number nine
2: yeah you would sure think so and uh nothing like playing a ball game when you miss that one last night you know kids get into routines and they get ready to go and their their minds and their bodies get kind of ramped up and then they got weathered out last night so i would guess this will be a fairly intense ball game and like you say, two top ten teams with uh, a lot on the line here, a conference
1: game. So it should be fun. Absolutely. Well, let's take a break here on our pregame show. It's Dowling and Urbandale tonight from the Urbandale Gym. Mark Hemadale along with Steve DeVinny in game one. And bringing out a retirement Mr. Gary Birdwell, the former girls coach and boys assistant here for uh, Brad Bjorkman and uh, the head girls coach here for a while at Urbandale and a teacher and assistant track coach uh, here at Urbandale. He's going to sit in for Mr. Sw- and uh, Gary's going to sit me sit in with uh, me for game two. How about that? That'll be fun. Yeah, get the
2: Urbandale perspective a
1: little bit. Absolutely. Yep. Gary's a super guy and always uh, enjoy his company and uh, when he coached. We had to coach against each other at the sophomore level at Dowling for many years. So we'll get him on for game two. Right now, we'll take a break in game one. It's Dowling and Urbandale coming up starting lineups when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their
0: future. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. dell
1: Hey, welcome back to the Urbandale Gym. Mark Amidale, Steve DeVinney. As we get set for the starting lineup tonight, here in Iowa Catholic Radio, the girls game, Dowling and Urbandale. Let's talk about the visitors from Dowling. The Maroons right now are eight and two overall. They're two and one in Central Conference play and f- rank fourth in class five A. Kristen Myers the head coach, fourth year. Sixty-four wins, nineteen losses while at Dowling. Overall, 165 wins, 64 losses. Assisted by Joel Danner, Scott Babinet, Tom Donahue, and Lisa Smith. And the Maroons will start this lineup. Ellen McVeigh, a five-six junior, averaging three points and three rebounds. She'll wear number one at one guard. The other guard is Caitlin Clark, five eleven senior, averaging 33 points, 8 rebounds, and just under 4 assists. Leads a team with 30 steals and 33 made 3-basket. 3-point basket, 3 point basket she wore number 11. And the third guard is Emma Gipple, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging 5.5 points and 5 rebounds. Gipple will number 23. And one forward, Grace Gaber. Gaber, 5'11 senior, averaging 10.5 points. She'll wear number 31. And the fifth player for the Maroons. Is number 45, Nye Tong, a 6'1 senior, averaging four points, five and a half rebounds. So for Dowling, McVeigh, Clark, Gipple, Gaber, and Tong. Dowling comes in, averaging 71 and points on offense, giving up 52 points on defense. The Maroons lead this series 23 to 1 over Urbindale, going back to 2007 2008 season. Uh, Dowling's, or Dowling's won 18 in a row in this series. Now, quickly for the Urbindale Jayhawks, as we're going to get close to our national anthem here, Steve. The uh, Jayhawks come in ranked ninth this week. They're also with a record of eight and two, but they're one and two in Central Conference play. The head coach is Kenton Tennell. his second year, twenty one wins, twelve losses here at Urbana. Overall, his sixth year of coaching, one hundred and one wins and thirty two losses. And they'll start at one guard, Kels, uh, at one guard for uh, Urbana. Faith Putz, a five eight senior, averaging nine and a half points, wearing number twenty three. The other guard is Maddie Lynch. A 5'9", junior, averaging 7 points, 5.5 rebounds. At one forward, Maya Jimphy, 6'1", senior, averaging 16 points, 6.5 rebounds, and leads the team with 3.5 assists, award number 11. And the other forward is Jana Jimphy, a 6'2", sophomore, and she averages 17 points, 6.5 rebounds. Jayhawks come in averaging 56 points on offense, give up 38 points on defense. Both teams are 8-2. Urbandale ranked 9th. Dallin Girls ranked 4th. And when we come back, we will have the tip off between Dowling and Urbandale here at Urbandale High School, alongside Steve DeVinny, Mark Hamadale, uh, but first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the principal at Dan Ryan High school, and Father Ryan Andrew with our pregame prayer here on Iowa Catholic radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons!
2: Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs)
1: Welcome back to the Urbandale High School Gymnasium alongside Steve DeVinny, I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for Urbandale and Dowling, girls and boys' makeup doubleheader from last night. As this game was postponed till today, the rest of the CIML, Steve DeVinny, is, uh, well, are not playing tonight, I can tell you that. It's just Dowling and Urbandale making up uh, last night's game, so they're going to go through some stretches here. This won't be our first storm of the year, and, uh, I'm glad Bill Watson, the athletic director here at Dowling, and uh, Tom Wilson, Michael Connor, the uh, uh, athletic administration at Dowling, agreed to have this game play tonight and uh, not be pushed with all those uh, possibility of three or four games in a week later on.
2: Yeah, good decision by both uh, schools, good cooperation, and uh, as you say, I can't believe it's the only game going on tonight.
1: Only high school basketball well, game. that's what I mean, but uh, yeah.
2: a lot of these other ones that got
1: weathered out last night, could have played tonight. Yes, they could have. Macy Gaskell was the fifth starter as she's replacing Kelsey Heller for Urbandale who is ill tonight. She will not play. Gaskell a 5'6", a junior averaging three points. And the tip is up, controlled by Dowling. They go left to right or south to north here at the Urbandale gym. and in their all-maroon uniforms with white trim. A lot pass underneath the Naitong. And it's tipped away and out of bounds to Urbandales we are underway. Urbandale in their home white jerseys with uh, their blue trim, and uh, blue and red trim with blue numbers. And, of course, they're led by the Jimfee uh, sisters. Maya, the senior, averaging 16 points. And Jada, a sophomore, averaging 17 points, Steve. Yeah, really good players. We watched those kids play
2: a year ago over here. And uh, Maroons are in a man-to-man defense. Last time down the court on the first possession, Urbandale was in a 2-3 zone trying to keep the ball out
1: of Caitlin Clark's hands. And now a long three coming for Urbandale. Good, and that's Jada Jimfee from the right wing. Three-point line extended. And the Jayhawks with a 3-0 lead early. Dowling with the ball. As you mentioned, 2-3 zone employed by the Jayhawks. Dowling on the perimeter. Clark skip pass over to Gipple. On the baseline, here is Emma Gipple. And now it's good defense by Urbandale. They're all over the place, and... Are they doing a box in one or are they? Uh, nope, 2-3 zone as they double-team Clark. She'll launch the three. Up, oh, good. Caitlin Clark for a three deep on the left wing. And yeah, that's a Chameon yeah. Suns three-pointer, uh, Steve. Unless they're going to
2: extend out to about 23 or 4
1: feet. That's that's basically her shooting range. So Now a three-pointer for Urbandale down court. Good, right in front of us. That's Macy Gaskell. And that's her first three of the night as she got the late start. Clark back for three for the Maroons, and it's good. So another and sons three-pointer by Caitlin Clark. We're tied at six with 6.15 to go first quarter. Dowling and Urbandale. the so, yeah, Maroons
2: are going to have to get out on the shooters a little bit more. They haven't even really gotten a hand up in those first two possessions.
1: Urbandale with the ball. This is Maya Jimfee. She'll launch three right over Nai Tong. It's no good. And the rebound out to Dowling and Gippel, or Grace Gaber, rather. Gaber sealed off the weak side and into the hands of Clark on the baseline. It's Gipple for three. It's good. Dowling three for three now from three-point range. That was a corner three left baseline. And Gipple with a and Sons three-pointer. 9-3 three Dowling. Runs with their biggest lead of the night. So both teams have had a three-point lead. Ball slapped out of bounds. And we got a whistle. Looks like Nikon And a foul on... Dowling, it'll be on Nye Tong, as you mentioned. First foul of the ball game. Our officials tonight, Derek Klassen, T.J. Augustine, and Jerry Bohay. And two free throws coming for Urbendale, And the first one is up and no good by Maya Jimphy. Maya, six-one senior, leads the team with 12 blocks on the year. And tied with her sister, Jada, with 6.5 rebounds, they lead the team. Both free throws no good. Rebound Dowling. Maya going to UNI next year. She'll join another, Urbendale player up or who is in a, in that league. That's D.D. Pryor who went to Creighton to play basketball, and they'll be in the same league. Long three, no good by Dowling. Weak side rebound, Dowling. Now ball loose the floor and picked up by the Jayhawks, and that's Jada Jenife coming away with it. As the rebound was had by Dowling, but ball slipped out of, I believe it was Gipple or Gaber's hands, and Urbendale on the scrum won it. Now, Jayhawks for three, right wing, no good. That's Maya Jemphy rebound Dowling and Gaber.
2: Hey, Mark, uh, the other Maya McDermott at Johnston is also going to you and I. That's correct. A that couple real good signs here from the CIML.
1: Dowling with the ball, McVeigh with it. Skip pass from Nye Tong over to Gaber. It's McVeigh, Clark, Gipple, Gaber, and Tong. And Herberdale stays 2 3, and they extend it. Here's Clark, three, right in front of uh, the Urbandale bench. It's no good. And a weak side rebound, a foul on Maddie Lynch. Good hustle that time on Dowling. And I think that was Gipple that had her boxed out. So Lynch picks up her first foul, first team foul on the Jayhawks. Four and a half minutes remaining, first quarter, Dowling nine. And Urbandale six here in Iowa Catholic Raider. Here's Gipple on the inbounds pass, a little short jumper mid-range on the right side nice of the point. lane. So Emma Gipple with her fifth point. Well executed off of a double screen there for the Maroons. Clark leads Dowling with six points. Gipple now with five, and the Maroons with a five-point lead and a whistle and a foul on the Maroons. Goodness. Foul's going to be on Caitlin Clark. That'll be her first. Team foul number two on Dowling. I'm not sure if the referee understands uh, <laughs> the caliber of player. He you, were
2: today, you? You're, you're <laughs> you were coaching today, weren't you? You're fired up. You were coaching today. That's a little touch foul <laughs> there, if anything. But they're going to have to adjust to how it's being called.
1: Ah, uh, you just answered your own question <laughs> or your own statement. Underneath, Urbandale, a spin shot no good by Maya Jimphy. Ball out of bounds. And they say, as Naitong went up with it, yeah, out it of look, bounds to Dowling. Looked like it was off Maya Jimphy. Last well, look, night's games that will have to be made up. Uh, Ames at Johnston. Ankeny at Ankeny Centennial. Can't believe they didn't play that game. I uh, Hoover at North, Lincoln at Roosevelt, Tumwood East. These games will be made up at a later date. A long three by Gaybird Snowgood. Weak side rebound Urbandale and Maya Jimfee. Yep. Trying to run on the Maroons. Yep. As they get it down court and traveling called on the Jayhawks, Macy Gaskell, as they tried to run. Gaskell picked up and drug her feet. Traveling on Urbendale, Dowling Basketball. And then Metro Conference or Iowa Conference games: Waukee at Southeast Polk. Boy, that'll be a great girls matchup when they reschedule that. Fort Dodge at Valley and Marshalltown at Mason City. Now a steal by Urbendale all the way down court. Anaya Hickman, her shot up, good. Hickman gets in the lineup and she shoots and scores for the Jayhawks. Almost appeared to be like
2: a wet spot or something on the floor, and McGipple just slipped and fell without any contact or anything.
1: Eleven to eight, Dowling with the lead. Three and a half minutes remaining. The ball. Tipped out of bounds and good defense that time by Maya Jimfee. Boy, the Jim- Jimfee girls are
2: six one and six two. Oh yeah,
1: quite a presence in the paint. But Dowling won both meetings last year, defeated Urbindale on 48 at Dowling and or at Urbendale and seventy three seventy one at the Dowling gym in both matchups. Spirited, spirited games last oh, year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now the ball knocked out of bounds. It'll be. Turnover against Dowling as uh, Maddie Lynch gets set to check in for the Jayhawks. Did you say that the
2: Maroons have a 23-game a winning streak? Yes,
1: they do. Three-pointer up and good by Macy Gaskell. That's her second three-pointer of the first quarter. She leads Urbandale with six points, and she got the late start due to uh, Kelsey Heller's illness. Now we got a whistle and a foul called as Dowling with the basketball. We've got substitution set to come in. They check in right in front of us. Foul. Is on number 25, Macy Gaskell, her first. Team foul number two in the Jayhawks. As McVeigh and Gipple will check out. Checking in for Dowling for the first time tonight, Meg Simplot, also in there, Lexi Bowles. And one more, I believe. Yeah, Steve. Fresh, freshman Julian Moore, number 21. Yep, just saw her dad uh, earlier. He uh, said hello. Enjoyed our interview with uh, his daughter up at Ankeny in one of our early games oh, at halftime. You yeah. know,
2: I'm, I'm gone by the time those happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not on the radio. You're listening to yeah. him. <laughs> or I'm at the gym watching the boys, but I'm just not on the uh, on the
1: air. <laughs> She's had a good year for a first-year player. Absolutely. Tied at 11, 2.45 remaining. Urbandale drives baseline. Shot no good. That's Maddie Lynch and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. And two shots coming for Urbandale.
2: Biles on Grace play. Gaber, her first. Good aggressive drive there by Lynch on the baseline. Maroons were a little tardy getting back over there to try to pick up a charge.
1: Free throws coming for Lynch. First free throw, no good. Oh for three now tonight on the night for Urbendale. It's a nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Second free throw coming, and it's also no good. Oh for four of the Jayhawks from the line. Rebound cleared out of there by Dowling, and the Maroons pick it up court. And here is a pull-up jumper. Left elbow no good by Clark. Webrown Lexi Bowles. Gets it underneath to Caitlin Clark. Her shot up. No good. Rebound Urbandale and Faith Putts. A couple of shots there for Irb Dowling. Couldn't make him fall. Now here's Putts in the lane. Leaves it for Hickman. Gets it underneath to Jimfee. Her shot no good. Good defense by Bowles that time for Dowling and a rebound Bowles. Post defense by both teams has been really strong. Here's Clark. Reverse layup. Good. Basket will count. The foul on Urbandale. And Caitlin Clark went to the right side and then decided to go behind her back and score on the left with the left hand. And the whistle and the foul on Urbandale, and they'll whistle it on. Macy Gaskell, her second here, Steve. Good drive there by Caitlin, like you say, kind of a reverse pivot.
2: Pulled up in the lane. It's going to be really, really difficult. For that, for whatever reason, the post player was not waiting at the rim, Jim uh, Fee, like she had been the previous couple possessions.
1: Clark with eight points. Free throw coming, good. Nine points now for Caitlin Clark. And the Maroon lead is now... Should be three. Looks like Jimpy for Jimpy. Is that right, Kevin? Yeah, the score, oh. it should be 14 to 11. Yeah. The scoreboard. The Okay. And the scoreboard, will have, it's now caught up, and now we're underway. Two minutes remaining, first quarter, Dowling 14, Urbendale 11 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling stays man-to-man. They've been in it the whole game. Long three by Faith Putts, top of the key. It's no good. Weak side rebound, Moore. Julia Moore, the freshman for the Maroons. Gets the rebound. She'll hand it off to Caitlin Clark with a minute 45 remaining. Reverse layup. Good. Hey, nice play. passed the Bulls. Layup by Lexi's good and Dowling up to a five-point
2: lead. Nice play there. Good feed by uh, Clark and nice reverse uh, Mike and
1: drill. Now the ball thrown in the uh, back court. And this will be over and back on Urbandale. Turnover on the Jayhawks will be Dowling basketball. How about that pass by Caitlin Clark <laughs> really to Bulls nice. underneath? And she threw that from just over half court. That was a bullet. That was no changeup. <laughs> or, or slider for you baseball people. That was a four-seam fastball. Long three. Good top of the key. That's Caitlin Clark about two feet behind the uh, top of the key. And another to me in sun street pointer by Caitlin Clark. Caught that in rhythm coming from the weak side. Maroon's lead is now eight over the Jayhawks. and Now a whistle and a foul called on Dowling as checking in the lineup for Urbandale is McKenna Cole, and she's fouled by Bowles. So Lexi with her first foul. And team foul number four on Dowling. Three team fouls on Urbendale. We've got minute seventeen remaining in the first quarter. Dowling by eight. Free throws coming for Urbendale's McKenna Cole, a five-five junior, averaging three and a half points. And she gets the Jayhawks off this night at the free throw line. Jayhawks were zero for four. They're now one for five with the first free throw good by McKenna Cole. Converted that one. Now Nye Tong returns to the Dowling lineup. She'll replace Lexi Bowles. The rotation of the post players for the Maroons. Like that.
2: I think Lexi might. Her second foul or just her first? First. Okay. I know Nye has one as well.
1: And the second free throw is good by McKenna Cole off the bench for head coach uh, Kenton Tunnell. second year here at Urbandale. And it cuts the Dowling lead to 6, 19-13. Urbandale stays 2-3 zone. McVay with it. Skip pass over to Moore. Julia in the corner it goes. Moore for three. It's good! That pass came from Meg Simplot to Julia Moore, and Simplot with the assist, and Moore with her first three of the night. It's another To Me and Sons three-pointer. I want to remind you, don't forget, it's not too early to stop by To Me and Sons tonight. 1501 Southeast First Street, just south of Principal Park in downtown Des Moines, as Urbandale coming down court. A shot in the lane, good. The basket will count, and a foul on Dowling. And the foul will be on Julia Moore, her first. And free throw's coming for Faith Putts, who gets her first basket of the night. As Brianna Rodriguez will be into the uh, Dowling lineup, and she replaces Julia Moore. Maroons have, I think, five three-pointers in the first quarter. And the free throw good by Three for Clark. Putts completes the traditional three-point play. That's her first three points tonight. 22-16, Dowling by six. Forty seconds remaining, first quarter, from the Urban Gym, on a post storm, CIML Conference Central game tonight here. And underneath is Nye Tong. Her shot's no good, and a whistle and a foul on Dowling, off rebound. And Ty missed the shot. She was inside. McVeigh picks up the foul. Her first. Yeah, actually pretty good post move, but uh, with
2: six foot one and six foot two right around you, uh, there was definitely traffic.
1: 30 seconds remaining, and Urbandale will dribble up port. This is Jada Jimphy, the younger sister of Maya, a sophomore. Hands it off between the circles to Faith Putts. Over to Jada Jimphy. Putts in the lane, and she's going to wave the shot off, and we got a foul on Dowling before the shot. Guess what, Mark? That's already the bonus here for uh, Urbandale. Fouls on Simplot. That'll be Meg's first foul. Colin thinks... Relatively close. Seventeen fouls, you said, uh, Steve. Seventeen foul on Dowling, three on Urbandale. Out of the Dowling lineup will be Meg Simplot. Back in is Gaber. Ten seconds remaining in the first quarter, and it's a one and one free throw. It's no good. Urbandale not hitting the free throws. Putz missed the uh, front of a one and one. Rebound Dowling and Clark with four seconds. Caitlin in the corner, McVeigh. Back to Clark in the baseline, a whistle and a foul. Probably not a bad foul that time by Jim Fee. Yeah,
2: That'll
1: I be agree on Jada that. So one half Jim of Fee. one
2: second here, Mark. Yeah. Not a, bad, a shot not a
1: bad foul at all. 14 foul on Urbandale. So five-tenths of a second remaining in the first quarter. Dowling by six. Rodriguez will lob it in. Gets to Gaber for three, and that shouldn't count. And they wave it off. So we've come to the end of the first quarter here at the Urbandale gym. Our score, Dowling 22 Urbandale 16, you're listening to Game 1 of our Girls and Boys Doubleheader with the Dowling Girls leading at the end of one-quarter play. We'll be back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you,
2: construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9
1: p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional,
5: and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation, To create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours.
0: cpcustomhomes.com.
2: From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals.
1: and we're back here at the Urbandale gym underway here in the second quarter Urbandale with the first possession of the second quarter as uh, Dowling leads at 22-16 the Jayhawks with the basketball shot no good by Faith Putts. but uh, she gets her own rebound and draws the foul and free throws looks coming. like Gip.
2: you know Gip uh Gip tried to contest the shot, and then she was a little bit tardy for the rebound, and so she accidentally bumped into the shooter.
1: Good call by the referee. First free throw, no good, and Urbandale is struggling from the line tonight. They are now 3 of 9 wow. at the free throw line. They were 3 of 8 during the first quarter, Dowling 1 for 1 at the free throw line. That is the 18th foul on Dowling as the second free throw is good by Faith Putts, who's 2 for 4 at the line tonight and has 4 points. And it's 22-17, Dowling by five. And back to your uh, statement earlier, yes, uh, Dowling has won 18 in a row over Urbandale in this uh, CIML series as they're both in the same conference. That means they've been playing each other twice since uh, back before 2010. And now a reach-in foul on the Jayhawks as Clark had the, f- had the basketball. And foul will be on McKenna Cole. That's her first. So team foul number five in the Jayhawks. Dallin winbound with 720 remaining here in the second quarter. Runs by five and the basketball. Dallin going left to right towards the North Basket. Here at Urbendale, we're in the South Gym, the newer of the two gyms, the North Gym. That's where Mr. DeVinny played back in his days between Marshalltown and Urbindale in the old CIC.
2: You know, the CIC we had nothing to do with, Mark. We were we were the big eight. We were up in Waterloo. Oh, that's right. You had the, the Waterloo Northern Port Division. Dodge.
1: All right. Cedar Falls, Mason City. I forgot about that. That would be a non-conference game yeah. for you, maybe. Uh, jumper in the lane, no good by Dowling. Rebound, Urbandale. Jayhawks have it. Three-pointer in the corner. No good by Putts. Offensive rebound, oh, a whistle, of foul on Dowling. That will be team foul number nine in the Maroons. And you can see it from here. Yep. We've been a little bit critical
2: of some of the touch fouls, but those last two on the Maroons were just silly fouls by uh, by yeah.
1: the Maroon players. And if you're... Trying to compensate and react, react late, you're usually going to get a foul, especially on a loose ball foul like that where the shot was up and the first free throw good by the Jayhawks. I believe and that's this. the second foul on Ella McVay? It is. Yep. Maya Jimfrey makes both free throws for her first two points tonight. She's now 2 of 4 at the line. She was 0 for 2 in the first quarter. And here's McVeigh for 3 in the corner. It's no good for Dowling. 22-19. Dowling by three, pressure in the backcourt by the Maroons. Clark bothering Maya Jimphy, and now the Jayhawks advance into the front court. Here's McKenna Cole with it, who's in there. Underneath, a shot off the glass, no good by Faith Putts, and a loose ball foul called on Dowling as a rebound came down to Maya Jimphy and a foul on Nai Tong of Dowling. So Tong's second, and she becomes the second Maroon to pick up her second foul. And Lexi Bowles off the bench for Dowling along with Julia Moore.
2: Mark, the last few possessions for the Maroons, uh, the zone defense that Urbandale's playing, has caused uh, a little bit of havoc. Maroons are not getting good shots. They're not getting the ball in the paint. They're settling for threes. Cut the deficit. Uh, what was the deficit at the quarter? Six, seven points? Six. Yeah, now it's a
1: two-point uh, game. Second free throw also good by Maya Jimphy. She now has all four of her points at the free throw line where she's four out of six. And it's 22-21. Dowling's eight-point lead, now down to one here in the first half. Bowles with it to Gaber. Herberdale stays 2-3. Bowles, left elbow, looking inside. Clark posting up. Bowles down the lane, draws the foul. So, so kind of a strong move by Lexi, but Jada, Mc, Jada Jimfie will commit the foul, and that will be her second. And that is the second uh, Jayhawk with two fouls. Macy Gasco with the other. Says our official Derek Classen, who yeah. made the Th- this call. Is, uh, that That was another
2: example of a call that you don't see every night in the CIML. Wasn't a whole lot of contact. Jimfie yeah. left the game with her palms to the heavens. Right, Asking her coach, what was
1: that? Clark for three. It's up and missed everything. Out of bounds. Saved by Bowles. And they say she stepped on the baseline. And Caitlin. Good hustle. Shot the ball for where well, she made two of her first three shots tonight. From the left wing about two feet back of the three-point line. That one air-balled. Out of bounds to Urbandale. The Jayhawks can take, uh, well, their second lead of the night. They led by three early and then have not led since early in the first quarter. One, nice game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, Catholic Tuition Organization, and R&R Realty. Mark Amidale, Steve DeVinny, courtside here at the Urbandale Gym as we're right next to the Dowling bench on the south end of the scorer's table. Mr. Kevin Adi, the uh, Dowling official scorer, next to my partner, Steve DeVinny. Five and a half minutes remaining. Dowling by one here in the second quarter. Now Urbandale just trying to get organized. Steve, they're trying to get into a set play, and they're going to run it off of uh, Faith Putts. Putts down the lane. layup, good. And Urbandale takes the lead with the basket by Putts.
2: After a really, really high scoring first quarter, Baskets are more difficult to come by
1: here in the second quarter. Yeah, six points for putts and Urbandale by one. And here's Gaber with it, and she draws the foul. This will be on Maddie Lynch of Urbandale, and that will be Lynch's second. So three Urbandale players now with two fouls each. And Dowling to the free throw line. That will be a one-and-one one coming up for the Maroons. 17 foul on Urbandale. And Dowling in the double bonus. Or rather, Urbandale, rather, in double bonus yeah. with the 10 team fouls against Dowling. Yeah, Grace Gaber will have the traditional... One plus. Grace Salina, 66% free throw shooter on the season. And the free throw good.
2: Dowling Hall of Famer Tom Donahue on the baseline. JV coach for the Maroons taking some photos.
1: Well, they didn't play today. Okay. They, they moved the, the uh, Urbandale-Dowling uh, lower level games to Thursday night okay. here at Urbandale. That'll involve uh, Mr. Donahue's JV-1 and JV-2 teams. Yep. Along with the Dowling freshmen and sophomore boys. They'll play Thursday here. Varsity's making it up tonight. We're tied at 23 as Gaber goes one for two at the line. That's her first point of the evening. Under five minutes to play, and now Urbendale with the ball. Jimphy gets it over to Gaskill. Stolen away by Dowling. Simplot with the steal right in front of us. Out to Gaber. Gabriel attacks left side. Down the Bowls on the baseline. Her shot up. Good. Goals. Bowls went right around McKenna Cole and Lexi with her fourth point. Muscled her way right. Got her
2: feet set. Nice left-handed shot from that's the Dowling's the block. first
1: field goal of the second quarter. Yeah, yeah, we've kind of gone into some and it's 25-23. Dowling by two and in the lane. A shot no good by Hickman. Anaya Hickman draws the foul and she'll get two free throws. Fouls on Dowling's Emma Gipple. Her second. So free throws coming for the Jayhawks. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Kemen, Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. First free throw good by Anaya Hickman, 5'3", senior. That's her first free throw of the season right there. Joined us late, Kelsey Heller not playing tonight, under, has a flu-like symptoms, and neither is Lorraine Kua. A junior, also a junior for Urbandale, not uh, dressing tonight. She is injured, so Urbandale. A little was, short-handed a little tonight, short-handed, Mark. yes, yeah. indeed. Second free throw, no good by Hickman. Rebound Dowling. Start went to Macy Gaskell instead of Heller Knight. Gaskell usually comes off the bench. Now top of the three for three by Simplot. No good. Ball slapped around. we got a loose ball foul on Dowling, and free throws coming for Urbandale with four minutes, ten seconds remaining here in the uh, second quarter foul will be on Bowles, her second. And free throw's coming for Jimphy, and this will be, I believe, Maya. So Maya Jimphy will shoot two for the Jayhawks. It's a foul fest tonight, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was over the back on Lexi. Jimphy's first free throw good. After missing her first two, she's now hit five in a row, and we've got a timeout on the floor, a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here, along with Steve DeVinny, Mark Hamadil, our studio producer tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio is Jeff Piggott. We want to thank Jeff for uh, being part of our broadcast tonight from the Urbandale Gymnasium. Our thanks to uh, Billy Watson when he found out uh, Coach Birdwell was going to sit in with me for the boys' game. We got elevated from the Euchre seats down to courtside and the Steve DeVinny seats where we belong. It's all about who you know, Mark. (laughs) Or who's part of the broadcast either way. I know they didn't ask Mr. Addy who he cared to sit by. Well, oh, no. I mean, he didn't have a choice. <laughs> let's He's, take a look. Let's, go ahead. Let's take a look quickly at the uh, top ten in Class 5A girls basketball. The polls came out the other day. Iowa City High is number one, followed by Southeast Polk at number two. Johnson is three. And Dowling Catholic is fourth. Cedar Rapids Prairie is fifth as Jim Fee hits the uh, second free throw. She has all six for points of the line. Cedar Rapids Prairie, Waukee, Waterloo West, Cedar Falls, and Urbandale, five through nine. Anke Centennial remains at number 10. Ames is 11th. Bettendorf is number 13. And Susie D is 15. So let's a look at the top five as a free throw is good by Caitlin Clark, who was fouled. And that's Caitlin's first point of the second quarter. Foul on Urbandale's Maya McKenna Cole. And that is her second foul. Second free throw, no good by Clark. And the rebound out to Urbandale. Jayhawks have it. Dowling and Urbandale tied here with just under four minutes remaining. Second quarter from the Urbandale gym. And we've got a whistle. And traveling called on the Jayhawks by Macy Gaskell. Tried to attack the lane down the left side. And she kind of got tied up. And they're going to whistle for the travel. Runs with it. Clark the lane, pull up jumper off the glass. Up and good. The basket will count and a foul on Urbendale. I think they're going to get uh, fee for it. We'll see what uh, Jerry Bohay, our official, says, and that is Hickman for the foul. That's her first.
2: Mark, we can't go more than about 30 seconds without a, another foul called.
1: <laughs> well, with uh, has two fouls each on Cole, Lynch, Gaskell, and Jimfie as Clark. Hits the free throw to complete the three-point play. And Dowling up three, 29-26 over the Jayhawks. Dowling has Gipple and Nai Tong with two fouls each, along with Ella McVay and Lexi Bowles. So, yeah, that's how it's been tonight. These two teams haven't played since last week. Since last Saturday, Dowling a win in Chicago. And Urbandale a win right here over Council Bluffs Jefferson. Three-pointer in front of us, no good by Urbandale's Jimfie. Weak side rebound. By Macy Gaskell and a foul on Dowling and free throws coming for the Jayhawks. This will be a double bonus. Fouls on Dowling's Meg Simplot, her second, and two free throws coming now for uh, Gaskell. For a young lady who was a late start due to the uh, illness to Kelsey Heller of Urbandale, Gaskell's had a pretty good night. She's yes. hit a pair of threes and now goes to the free throw line where she missed the first. She's had, she has six points in a rare starting role. She's played really aggressive against the Maroons so far. Second free throw is no good. side rebound to Rodriguez. we got a line violation on Dowling. I don't know if they got Clark for going in there early as Rodriguez got the rebound, but this will be a redo. So Gaskell gets the chance to go 50% from the line, and she does. It's the second free throw. The Jayhawks have cut the lead to two. It's 29-27, Dowling. 3-10 remaining over Urbandale. Clark down the lane. Her shot no good as she attacked from the left uh, side. Rebound Urbandale. Jimfie with it. That is uh, Jada Jimfie. They reverse to the left side over to McKenna Cole. Back in front of us to Macy Gaskell to Cole. Out top it goes to Jada Jimfie, and the Jayhawks will reset their offense. There's Jimphy down the lane. Shot up. No good. Rebound Clark. Caitlin leaves it for Gaber. Thinks about three, won't shoot it, and Dowling will get into their offense with Clark top of the key. Caitlin gets it over to Gaber in the corner to Julia Moore, the freshman. Over to Brianna Rodriguez. Down to Gaber. Down the lane. She goes left-handed. Shot. Good. Nice move that time by Gaber right around Jada Jimphy. With her weak hand, Mark. In traffic on the left. Really nice move. Great uh, great point there with her weak hand. And now ball popped in the backcourt. Stolen away by Dowling. Underneath it goes. Layup is no good. Moore with a weak side rebound as Gaber missed a shot. Now Clark for three, and it's off the mark. No good. Rebound Maya Jemfius. Things kind of picked up there on the defensive side. A room. flurry of activity.
2: Dowling. Good shot by uh, Clark. Feet were set. Just didn't go. Dowling
1: by four with a minute 50 remaining in the first half. Remember, at halftime, we'll have Michael Conner, the Dowling boys' head basketball coach, join us. Kind of preview the Dowling and Urbandale boys' game. It comes up right after this here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Down court, a shot with the left hand no good by Macy Gasco. Rebound Dowling and Clark. Possession arrow favors Dowling. Minute and a half remaining in the half. Clark for three. Good. From the left side, she's made three of her four to me and son's three-pointers from that spot. Picked up her dribble. And the, Dow, or the Urbandale defender ran away. Barking out with four three-pointers in the night. Now a three-pointer off the mark. And it oh. falls through. Oh. Jada Jimphy hit at every part of the cylinder and got up the fall. Her first three of the, or second three of the night, excuse me, she's got six points. Down to Layden Gaber for Dowling. Air shot no good. Rebound comes out to Jada Jimphy. 34-30 Dowling. Minute to play here in the first half. From the Urbandale Gym, glad you could join us Saturday night of high school girls and boys basketball, alongside Steve DeVinny, Mark Amadale. Glad you could join us. Winter storm here in central Iowa. For the folks that are listening, probably you know outside our Midwest coverage here in central Iowa, we got three inches of snow here in Des Moines, and uh, the storm that was supposed to dump five to nine dumped three. Just thank, enough. Thank to goodness. Get, just enough to get the snow blowers out and uh, the shovels or the sidewalk shovels. So three, thirty-eight seconds remaining. Dowling will have the basketball as the ball's knocked out of bounds, and McVeigh will check in for the Maroons. Ella will check in with two fouls. Uh, now they're gonna. Now they're gonna take. They're going uh, Clark out of the uh, game right now for looks like an injury or something, blood or something like that on her. Now she uh, apparently took
2: an elbow sort of to her. Uh, Adams-Apple area, and ah. she, was, she was bent over in pain, and the referee made a decision. I've never seen that before where he forced her to come out of the game. The coach didn't come on the floor. He just said, you got to get her out. Very
1: unusual. And a whistle and a foul on Urbandale. Maya Jimphy picks up her first foul. Both teams now in the double bonus with 32 seconds remaining, and the free throw is good by Grace Gaber, who goes the line for two. A lot of fouls in the first half. Dowling over the 10-foul limit, and so is Urbendale. 35-30, Dowling by five. Clark reenters the game. Just out that possession, and the second free throw is good by Gaber. Grace with five points, three of four at the free throw line. And their substitution problem going on right now they just put Jimy in that was uh, Jada Jimy, and they're saying that if you can 't have a substitution and then bring her back in with no time off the clock and I think that's what they're addressing with uh Kenton Tunnell, the uh, head coach at Urbandale he 's going to have to put back in Anaya Hickman and Jada will not be able to come out. Now, he can use the timeout. He hasn't used a timeout yet, as Urbandale has all five of their timeouts at their disposal. Dowling has four left. Maroons is by six, 36-30, 30 seconds remaining, and now we're underway as Jerry Bohay, our, one of our three officials, puts the ball in play, and Anaya Hickman dribbles in the front court for Urbandale. Dowling will stay man-to-man, but they're playing off the ball. Possession arrow favors Dowling. This is Hickman. Looks like the Jayhawks are playing for one with about 10 seconds to go. Here's Putz with it. Putz and an offensive foul or not. No blocking foul on Dowling. That'll be on Julia Moore, her second. And free throw's coming for the Jayhawks on the double bonus. What looked like uh, the the forearm and the extension. It's
2: always a judgment mark to see if the defender was there, you know, previous uh, defender Julia Moore was moving, but. She uh, it seemed to you and I both that she had
1: a position established. That was between the circles is where that happened, yeah. and uh, Hickman had the ball, and Mooreheader apparently jumped in front of the ball, and then uh, Hickman with stuck out her arm, and then the collision, and then the foul, and it was a judgment call. And second free throw, no good. Rebound Dowling. Five seconds remaining. Clark, over to Gipple for three at the buzzer. Good. How about that? Emma Gipple with a 2 million Suns reporter to end the half. She has 8 points at halftime and Dowling with a 39-31 lead here at halftime over the Urbandale girls, Steve DeVinny. Big time pass there by uh, Caitlin
2: Clark. She knew where the teammate was and they had double teamed her at the top of the key.
1: Set that up and Grace Gaber knocked it down. Dowling outscoring Urbandale 17-15 in that uh, second quarter. The Maroons lead it here at halftime by the score of 39-31. Along with Steve DeVinny, Mark we will be back with our halftime guest, Mr. Michael Connor. He'll preview the Dowling Urbandale Boys Contest coming up. Our halftime score of the girls contest Dowling 39, Urbandale 31 here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
0: Thank you to MercyOne for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient MercyOne location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel.
1: Welcome back to the Irvindale Gym. Alongside Steve DeVinney, Mark Amadale, halftime of the girls contest. Dowling leading 39-31 over the Irvindale Jayhawks. And now we're joined by head coach Michael Connor of the Dowling Boys basketball team. O.C., thanks for joining us. Uh, as Mr. Uh, DeVinny mentioned earlier, the uh, trip to Dubuque was canceled today. You were supposed to play at Lowers College against your alma mater, Dubuque Wallard, and so was a parade, I guess, they were going to have for you <laughs> and give you the key to the city, and uh, I'm sorry to hear that, and we're just waiting for the rescheduled date. O.C., welcome.
8: It had been a pretty short parade, and the key <laughs> probably wouldn't have got me in any place positive. Does that, so that matter? Yeah. I'd... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I can keep the red carpet away for another couple of years.
2: Yeah. Would have been fun to get back home, though. It would have been fun. Yep. It would have been
8: a lot of fun. been um, a, a great chance to play against a great team and a great program and, and somebody new. You know, you play yep. the same teams around here all the time. It would be nice to play someone new. But uh, everything worked out. Glad we got a game in tonight.
1: Yeah. Nobody else is making theirs up in the CIML, from what we understand, talking with uh, Mr. Watson, the AD here at uh, Urban Deli. So nobody else. Is rescheduled, and you know this. This will. You think about it. This is our first storm of the winter, and you know yeah. we're going to get more. And you don't want to be playing four or five games in a week just to try to get it in. All of a sudden, now you got substates and regionals for the girls, substates for the boys. You're you're bunching games in and losing practice time. And I'll hand it to you. Uh, you and Urbandale got it in tonight on a Saturday night. And uh, why not?
8: Well, I, that's a credit to Mr. Watson for being willing to work on a Saturday night and. Um, thinking about the kids and, and thinking about the things you just said you know we have only got four five weeks left of season here and we're going to get another storm at some point and uh, we really don't want to be losing games and thankfully for us we're able to get it in because we're, we may not get to make up another game so we may end up with 20 versus 21 so it's really important that we we got this one in tonight
1: yeah, that's a good point Visit with michael connor the Dowling boys basketball coach his game coming up here in Iowa Catholic Raider. Right now at halftime, the girls' game, battling leading Urbandale 39-31. Let's talk about the matchup with Urbandale. It's a, a team that, uh, well, you've had you know, one ten in a row against the Jayhawks since Brad Reuerkin uh, went down to Simpson. And I know tonight you're looking forward to it. But Urbandale, they're coming in with their 5-3 and three record. Uh, they got a little bit more experience than what they had last year. I think they graduated one starter off last year's team. So they have four starters back from uh, a year ago.
8: They do. Uh, they're off to a nice start this year. They've got six, seven, eight really solid players. Um, they're very, very similar. You don't look at their team and say, okay, who's, who's the go-to guy? They probably have three or four guys that they're not afraid to go to. And you don't look at them and think, okay, who's the guy you maybe don't have to guard or can help a little bit extra off of, and they don't have that guy either. So um, they'll, they'll pose a challenge for us defensively tonight, and uh, we're expecting to see some different things on the defensive end as well. So uh, we, we know we have our work cut out for us tonight.
2: O.C., oh, uh, for the folks who couldn't get to the game the other night at Hoover, I was out of town for business. Uh, we didn't we didn't broadcast the game. Give us a, a Yeah, brief. we did. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> if
8: he's not there. It's not <laughs> he, a he not, I apologize. I guess we
2: didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we were there. I didn't and <laughs> so I were there. What? Tell, him, tell a little bit about that <laughs> game because I, I missed it. Um,
8: you know, low-scoring affair, as it always is with Hoover. Um, you know, we, we only had 45 possessions in the game, and, and we've been averaging about 65. Um, and part of that was they were very, very patient. Part of it was us you know, doing a really good job defensively. So it was a combination, perfect storm a little bit. Um, did a really, really good job guarding all four quarters and, and kept them out of the paint and prevented them from getting downhill and thought we did a really nice job of uh, keeping them off the glass and we're fortunate enough to find enough scoring to, to win the game.
1: What do you expect with uh, Urban tonight, Coach? Uh, you, know, you play them twice a year for since you've been here, and they've been part of the Central Conference. So that means you play each other twice. What do you expect from this group? I know uh, uh, they're leading scoring. Their uh, athletic director son Cal, a leading scorer and rebounder for the uh, uh, Jayhawks, but uh, they kind of balance everything out. Everybody in single digit scoring.
8: They do, um, and, and like I said earlier, they're pretty deep you know they don't have that one guy that you look at and that's their clear-cut go-to guy they have three or four different guys that they can probably go to they're very balanced um offensively they're they're going to drive it and try to kick it and defensively we, we expect to see some man tonight we expect to see some zone, and they haven't played in a week so maybe we'll see something else uh, that they worked on so um never know but they're going to play hard and they're well coached and um we're expecting a, a tough battle tonight
1: well in the game against uh Hoover that Mr. DeVenny apparently uh, didn't realize we were, I guess you were way out of town. Uh, I was was out of state. Yeah. You know, that was kind of a nip and tuck game. You led by, you you, you outscored Hoover 7-0. You shut him out in the second quarter. You led by 7 at halftime, but it really wasn't safe. They got it down to 2 in the third quarter, and then uh, you outscored him and led by 10 going into the fourth quarter and then kind of pulled away in in the fourth quarter. So that was one of those games with Hoover. Some of the kids that you're really liking, I, I like Omaha Blue off the bench. Boy, he gives you that spark and uh, enthusiasm defensively and offensively, but he and a couple other guys Lynch and uh, Simon Daniel and Michael keel You bring them off the bench with your starters. They really complement your team.
8: Yeah, they do um, And it's really tough on our team to single out one guy because so many of them have made positive contributions Throughout the year uh, Omaha had a great game on Tuesday night. And he was really really good off the bench Riggs is starting to become more consistent for us and, and he's a difference maker when he's consistent because he's so skilled and talented and athletic and at his size he just he gives so much joe stracco's done a really really nice job at the point guard Uh, made some really big plays in the fourth quarter that kind of separated us far enough that you you started to feel a little bit comfortable but we've really had great contributions from up and down the lineup at different times this year and uh, but the one thing we've been really really pleased with is is our ability to guard and rebound, and, and we feel like if, if we can continue to defend and rebound, we are going to give some people some problems.
2: Oh, see, is this one of your deeper teams? I mean, I know it's one of your taller teams. You got seven guys, six four or taller, but uh, you seem to have pretty good depth. Guys that can come in and contribute.
8: We, we do. Um, we've had a couple other years that we've been pretty deep too, but um, th- this is probably a- as deep as a team as we've had. I don't want to say it's the deepest, but it's it's just as deep as any of the other. Two or three teams that we've had that have had good depth as well
2: who's coming up besides after urbandale this week coming
8: up uh, i play ankeny on tuesday and then we play ames and then i think the following week is waukee and johnson so it doesn't get grind. any easier no, yeah. no it doesn't get any easier it's
1: all about staying in routine tuesday friday yeah. an occasional saturday yeah. game and hopefully the weather will hold and oc we want to thank you and, and the kids you send up uh, in the post game. they've been great interviews i don't know about tonight they want us to clear out tonight so we can yeah, we'll, hold off, yeah we'll, we'll one. be getting out of here we'll be uh well, and so will we. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
8: Everybody wants to enjoy a little but, bit of a weekend.
1: Absolutely. But you hey, got four
2: home, four home games coming up in the but next It's about week. time. How about that? Oh, see, what are they going to do up in Dubuque now? They, the Chamber of Commerce spent, like, thousands of dollars getting ready for your appearance. Well, who's going to pay them let's, back?
8: let's call a spade a spade. That was really for Wags. Oh. It, wasn't, it wasn't for me. So <laughs> Assistant coach Nick kind Wagner. It's it awesome. kind of Also at Dubuque Native. Yeah, yeah I, we Forgot that. about that. It was a ploy to get Wags home.
1: <laughs> Michael Conner, thanks for joining thanks, us. guys. Michael Conner, the Dowling Boys basketball coach, will take a break. He can give Coach Danner his chair back. As we get set for the second half, we'll take a one-minute break and return our halftime score. The Dowling girls leading Urbandale 39-31 from the Urbandale gym. We'll return with the start of the second half. Along with Steve DeVinny, I'm Mark Amadeo here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
7: Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass & Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass & Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass & Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty
9: Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. RR Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. RR Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust.
1: And we're back here at the Urbandale gym underway. Nye Tong gets a basket for Dowling and the foul. Foul's on Urbandale, and that will be on the Jayhawks' J. Ed Jimfie. And now a three-pointer up and good by the Jayhawks, and that's uh, Faith Putts with a uh, three-point basket, I believe, there, Steve DeVinny. And it's thirty-nine or 42-34, our score, as we have an injured Jayhawk. Looks like, looks like
2: Jada, the sophomore, Jimpy. I don't know if it's just a cramp or if it's a, a if it's a uh, ankle.
1: Yeah, looks like they're working on her lower leg, and we've got a timeout on the floor. So just yeah. to catch up, Dowling scoring on their first possession. Nai Tong with the basket and a free throw. That's her first points of the night. And then on the other on the other end, Urbendale a three pointer by that. Faith Putz hey, is good. And Gimphy, yeah, it's that, it's that ankle. She's going to need assistance uh, getting off the court. Let's uh, take a look at scoring in the first half for Dowling. Caitlin Clark leading the way with 19 points. She was followed by Emma Gipple with that basket, that three-point basket at the buzzard in the half. She has eight points, five points for Grace Gaber, four points for Lexi Bowles off the bench for the Maroons, and Julia Moore off the bench for three points. And for the uh, Urbandale Jayhawks, They were led by Macy Gaskell, who got the late start in the absence of Kelsey Heller's illness. She had seven points at halftime, six points for Maya Jimfee. McKenna Cole off the bench with two points, four points for Anaya Hickman off the bench for the Jayhawks, and six points for Jada Jimfee as the Maroons went six of eight at the free throw line in the first half. And, Steve, it looks like we're back in action.
2: Uh, Mark, You you had said that uh, Gipple hit that three-pointer at the buzzer. That was Grace Gaber. Gaber, I'm sorry. Does she have eight? Do you have her down for eight? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just
1: checking with Kevin Otte, the uh, official Dowling book. Caitlin Clark with another, to me, and Sun Street Porter. That's her 22nd point of the evening. Yeah, I may have misspoke there. That was uh, Gaber for the three. So she has eight points. and Gipple at five points. So we're correct. corrected. Now steal by Dowling, ball out of bounds. They get it down to Naitong, Tong, and she loses it out of bounds. So both teams trade turnovers. Dowling 45, Urbandale 34. This is the Maroons' largest lead here in the second half of 11 with six and a half minutes remaining. Yeah, the complexion of this game changed instantly
2: when uh, Jada Jimphy went out with that bad ankle because now they have a much shorter lineup easier to get into the paint and score. They seem to be a little out of sorts, Herbondale, as well. What they're going to run right here in the half
1: court. And Dowling stays man-to-man and down the lane goes Maya Jiffy and a foul on Clark. We've got, oh, check that. It's not a foul, as it is traveling called on yeah. Jiffy. Herberdale at the free throw line. Steve, we talked about him struggling with 3 of 8 in the first quarter, 10 of 14 in the second quarter. They're 13 to 22 from the line tonight, compared to Dowling's 6 of 8. Now the Maroons with the basketball. They work it inside and whistle and a foul on Urbandale. Yeah, the foul uh, will be on Maya Jiffy, her second.
2: Referee called it before the, uh, before the shot. Heck of a move in the, in the, in the paint there by
1: uh, Nye. Jay inbound the ball. And it's tipped out of bounds off of Urbandale. As the Maroons inbound it, McKenna Cole got a hand on it as Gaber throwing it in. Not a bad crowd here for Saturday night. This is a makeup game. Dowling fans behind us. Now Clark right in front of us for three. Good from the top of the key, and Caitlin Clark starting to heat up. She has 25 points tonight, and that's another Tamia and Sun three-pointer. She has knocked down six in the contest. Top of the key plus about three feet. 14-point lead for the Maroons. 48-34. As we mentioned, Dowling has won 18 in a row over Urbandale, dating back to 2000. 7-2008 season. Now a whistle and a foul called as Urbandale attacking the glass. And a foul will be on the Maroons. Emma Gipple. That'll be her third. So the first team foul Dowling here in the second half. Urbandale with two team fouls. Jayhawks inbound it with five and a half minutes remaining. Third quarter, Dowling by 14. Urbandale with the ball. They go left to right towards the North Basket here, Steve, and trying to work on this Dowling man-to-man defense. Down the lane, shot no good by... Faith Putts, but she picks up the foul and will go to the free throw line. Ella McVay.
2: That's her third. You can hear the coaching staff for the Maroons tell Ella, don't bail her out. It was going to be a difficult shot, and she uh, and she fouled in the act.
1: And the free throw is in and out, no good by Putts. Faith, a 5'8'' senior, averaging 9.5 points, two rebounds, 2.5 assists. And second on the team and made three pointers with 15. Second one up and off the back iron. No good. Rebound Kurt out of there by Caitlin Clark. Runs by 14 and the basketball. Underneath they feed Nye Tong. Her shot up, no good. Good defense that time by Maya Jimfee. Tong good. gets the rebound though. Now to Gaber fakes the three, dribbles baseline, and tries to thinks about a reverse later, can't do it. And now whistling a foul as Julia Moore has the basketball. Foul on Urbendale. I think they're gonna get Macy Gaskill for the loose ball foul. That'll be her third. As returning to the dowling line, it makes Simplot and she'll replace Emma Gipple. Dowling will inbound underneath her own basket. Throwing it in will be Simplot. She gets the Clark. Under five minutes remaining. Caitlin, left elbow, looking inside, can't find Tong. Now reverse it to Moore. Over to Tong right block. Skip pass over to Clark, and it's stolen away by Urbandale. Putts with the steal. It gets it to McColl. McKenna Cole underneath. Her shot up no good. Rebound Dowling and Julia Moore. Back and forth to go with empty possessions. Efforts there. Clark for three right in front of us. Off the mark no good. Nye Tong with the loose ball foul, and Nye will pick up her third foul. Here comes, uh, I'm only guessing, here comes Lexi Bowles. Bowles with two fouls. Nye with her third, and Bowles is checking in. And Nitong will sit down with four and a half minutes remaining. Here in the third quarter, Dowling by 14. Again, empty possessions for both teams. The last couple of possessions offensively for each team. And now down the lane, layup good. Mechanic Cole right off the glass. In traffic. Tough, tough shot. She now has four points. Now
2: in the lane.
1: What what did I just say?
2: In traffic, tough, tough shot. Clark just did the
1: same thing. This time from the right lane, right side of the lane. Beautiful move. Cole's by Caitlin. move came with the left hand down the left side of the lane. So both teams trade baskets after trading empty possessions. Cole for, th- or rather, uh, putts for three. It's no good. Rebound Maya Jimfey, and it's stolen away by Dowling's Caitlin Clark. Clark with it. Down the lane she goes. Her layup is up, and it's good. They're going to wave it off. Foul before the shot. Out of bounds to Dowling. Foul on oh, yeah. Urbandale, and that'll be their fourth. Fourteen foul. Gaskell picks up her fourth. And the Maroons will inbound the ball.
2: The number of fouls being called tonight uh, will undoubtedly take its toll on both teams before this game is over.
1: <laughs> the battle of Wills as Urbandale went the line 22 times in the first half. Dowling went the line eight times. And now reentering the Urbandale lineup is Jada Jimfie. So this... Well, she's back. I thought she had that bad ankle. Maybe they wrapped it up. They did. And. Appears to be moving just fine. And she has the basketball. So, yeah, she got retaped. You can tell. As Irvingdale with the ball. That's, both, a, big, that's bo- a big addition. For both Jim Fee girls in the lineup. Maya, the senior, number 11. And Jada, the sophomore, number 33. Riverdale with the ball. Now tied up with his McKenna Cole. Gets the faith putts. Also in there for Urbandale, the fifth player is Maddie Lynch. So Jayhawks back to the starting five. Back screen. Dowling stays man-to-man. They've been in it all night defensively for the Maroons. With it is Jada Jimphy, 3.15 remaining in the third quarter. Dowling by 14. Good defense by the Maroons. Now launching a three is Jada Jimphy. It's no good, but her sister Maya weak side rebound and draws the foul as she tried to put it up, and I think it'll be on Gaber. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's right so grace will pick up her second foul makes a big difference when those uh,
2: sisters are in the game at the same time mark
1: Jim at the line and maya misses the first free throw she was six out of eight at the uh, first quarter all her points coming from the free throw line maya a uni recruit and the second one good and a senior those are one for two fine player really good athlete uh, can play inside and out. So Maya Jimphy and Maya McDermott yeah. will both play for you and I from Johnston. Bruins with the basketball on the offensive end, leading by 13. Bowles from the right elbow, her shot no good. Rebound cleared out of there by Maya Jimphy. She's shaking off that ankle injury. Stay. Stay. Now Maya dribbles baseline against Bowles, kicks Stay. it back out to Putz, who dribbles in the baseline, gets to Jimphy, her shot no good. Rebound Bowles and a foul called. On Maya Jimphy reaching around to, after Bowles oh, the had the rebound. Yep. And that will be the 15th foul on Urbandale. Stop on the whistle. Dowling will inbound the ball. Hey. As runes now with Julia Moore in the backcourt, along with Meg Simplot, Grace Gaber, Caitlin Clark, and Lexi Bowles. So three, or two starters remain. Clark in the corner for three on the left side. No good with the shot. A rebound Dowling and a rebound Urbandale and Jada Jimphy to Maya Jimphy for three. Good! One Jimphy to the other and Maya with a three-pointer. That is her first field goal of the night. She now has ten points. Now the Maroons working inside and the shot's no good. Rebound Urbandale with two minutes remaining in the quarter. Urbandale's cut it to ten. After Dowling led by 14. Three-pointer. Good! That's Jada Jimphy. It's raining Jim here in the south. Jim and Urbandale, we've got a full timeout called with a minute 55 remaining in the third quarter. Dowling 50, Urbandale 43 back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Tamiya & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, TamiyaAndSons.net.
0: Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: And welcome back to the Urbandale Gym as we're in the final two minutes of the third quarter. As Dowling leads by 7, 50-43 over Urbandale. Our Jayhawks went on a nice little run. Now the Maroons get the ball inside. A shot by Caitlin Clark, good in the left block. The basket will count and a foul on the Jayhawks. And that will be on Maddie Lynch, her third. And Caitlin Clark now with her 29th point. It's an opportunity here for an and one, Steve DeVinny.
2: It's really difficult to defend. You know, Caitlin leans in when she's in the paint like that. It's not an offensive foul, but it's, it's almost impossible not to foul her when she leans in like that. Big Talk, time move.
1: Uh, she's worked her craft to the utmost, and you can see why she's one of the top recruits in the nation, not just the Midwest. And gives Dowling a 10-point lead. Urbandale back the other way all in the offensive end. and a whistle a foul on Dowling. This will be on Grace Gaber. And we had over 20 fouls in that first half. Where well, we're marching towards that here in the second half. That's a 16 foul. Or rather, the 15 foul on Dowling. Six on Urbandale. we've got a minute and a half remaining in the third quarter, Steve.
2: Yeah, I think that was a good call against uh, the Maroons. Real hard dribble penetration there by Jimphy Jada Jimfrey.
1: All right, this is Faith Putts in the lane. Gets in the corner to Jimfy for three. It's short, and the rebound slapped around and now retrieved at half court by Jada Jimfy after her sister Maya missed it. It's thrown away by Clark. Layup is up and good. Where would that come from? Came out of the uh, rugby (laughs) from, didn't she? It
2: did. Three, four different kids went to the floor, but nobody could secure it. It
1: looked like Jimfy had control of it at half court as the ball was poked away. A couple bodies on the floor, and all of a sudden, Caitlin Clark, Gets the ball and hits the uh, layup, and giving Dowling now an eight-point lead with 50 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Jayhawks with it, and I Hickman in there. A corner, gets in the corner to McKenna Cole for three, and it's good. So McKenna Cole with her seventh point off the bench. Nine-point game, Mark. 55-46. Jay Possession arrow favors Urbandale, but Dowling with the ball. Will they hold for one with 30? And now whistle. They won't have to. A whistle and a foul on Urbandale. This will be on McKenna Cole. And that'll be her third, I believe. It is. That's a 17 foul, so free throws coming for Caitlin Clark. It'll be a one and one and now Dallin goes offense defense here. As they'll take out Grace Gaber with her three fouls. And put Brianna Rodriguez in. One and one free throw, good by Clark. Caitlin with thirty-three points. And she'll get another. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Clark's free th- second free throw is good. She has 34 points right now. And it's Dowling by 11, 57-46, with 20 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Urbandale will hold for the apparent final shot. They will also have the ball on the next possession arrow, which could be the start of the fourth quarter. We'll see. Here is Jimfy with it. This is Jada Jimfy dribbling in the lane. Gets underneath to her sister Maya, and her layup is good. So Maya Jimfy scores at the buzzer. And the Jayhawks now have cut the Dowling lead to nine as we go to the fourth quarter. The score Dowling 57, Urbindale 48, along with Steve DeVinny. I'm Mark Hammadale. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute from the Urbindale Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org.
0: All this for the kids and their future. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel.
1: And we're back here at the Urbandale Gym, underway in the fourth quarter. Urbendale with the first possession. They work it inside, and traveling called on Maya Jimphia. She got the ball on the left block there, Steve. Good
2: play, well executed, uh, Maroons caught a break on the travel call. I didn't see it.
1: 57 48, Dowling by nine. The Maroons outscore Urbandale 18 17 in that uh, third quarter. Now, pull up jumper on the left elbow, good by Caitlin Clark, who now has 36 points on the evening. Dowling was 4 4 in the third quarter at the free throw line. They're now 10 of 12 for the night at the free throw line. Urbindale was 1 of 4 at the free throw line in the third quarter. They are now 14 of 26 on the night. They have doubled the amount of t- attempted free throws. Uh, compared to Dowling's uh, mark.
2: Yeah, really been an Achilles heel for these guys tonight. They'd be, this game could be uh, a lot different
1: story if they make their free throws. Dowling by 11, now a three-pointer, no good by Jada Jimfee. Rebound Dowling and Clark. Down court pass to McVeigh, and she led her just a little bit too much, did uh, Caitlin Clark. Out of bounds, turnover back over to Urbandale. Good idea, but like you say, just led her a little bit too too much, and the ball uh, went out of bounds. Ella couldn't catch up. Joined us late. Dowling jumped out to a 22-16 first quarter lead. Outscored Herberdale in the second quarter, 17-15. Dowling led by eight at halftime. Outscored Herberdale by one in the third quarter, 18-17. And they lead uh, by nine. Going into the fourth quarter. Herberdale playing tonight without Kelsey Heller, one of their starters, a junior starter, out with the flu. Also out tonight, Lorraine so, Urbindale dressing 13 players. Normally, teams dress 15. And now here's McVeigh with a steal. Out to Clark. Caitlin down the lane, spins, shot over Jimfy. Good. She went right around Jada Jimfy for the score and has 38 points on the evening, does Caitlin Clark. Reverse uh, pivot there in the paint, unguardable. 61 48. Back comes Urbindale and a shot up and good by Faith Putz. Putz tonight with 12 points for Urbandale. And now Dowling with the ball. They force it inside. And it's tipped out of bounds by the Jayhawks as Maddie Lynch and Macy Gaskell check in for the Jayhawks. Going out is McKenna Cole and Anaya Hickman. Both Jimfie sisters are in there, Jada and Maya, the senior. As Dowling inbounds the ball to McVeigh, So it's McVeigh, Gaber, Clark, Gipple, and Nye Tong dialing with their five starters on the floor right now as we're under six minutes left here in the fourth quarter. Here's Tong with it. Right elbow. Spins in the lane. Kicks it back out. Out to going baseline is Gipple and she throws it away. Almost hit the football coach <laughs> and athletic director. He only know he doesn't know those round, pure round balls like no. baseball, soccer. He was a quarterback, by the way. He, he could throw he, it, he just couldn't catch it. He plays a ball that's kind of built differently. Yes. He didn't come near that one, but Fortunately, it didn't knock his hat off. Tom Wilson is okay, folks, sitting in the front row in the Dell Arc seat. <laughs> All right, 61-15, 61-50, Dowling by 11, five and a half minutes remaining. Urbindell with the basketball following the Dowling turnover. There's Jada Jimfrey with it. Gets it over in the corner to Putts for three. Good, and she can get warmed up in a hurry. Faith Putts with her 15th point.
2: The Jayhawk girls are hanging around, aren't they, Mark? Yes, down by, they are.
1: Down by eight. Keep in mind, Dowling's two losses this year. Both teams are 8-2. and two. two losses by Dowling. were both in the fourth quarter. They had plenty of points, but they gave up 25 points in both losses to Southeast Polk <laughs> and to Johnston. So keep that in mind as we progress. Yeah. And another Dowling turnover as a cross-court pass. Going right at the Dowling bench, out of bounds. The Bruins turn over again. They lead by eight. Long three coming by Urbadell. It's no good by Gaskell. Rebound Dowling and Nai Tong.
2: Mark, you're mentioning the Dowling losses. The only two losses on the year have come to uh,
1: number two ranked Southeast Polk and number three ranked Johnston. That's right. right. So and before that, Dowling was ranked second, and they lost games. And now underneath the shot is up and good by Caitlin Clark through traffic. She went around one of the Jimfies. That one, she went around Maya and through Gaskell, and the foul will be on the other gym feet, Jada. That's her fourth. She was able to slither right through those
2: defenders, wasn't oh she? Oh, my
1: goodness. It's just amazing what she does. Stays in control of her body as a free throw is no good, a rare miss. Clark now with 40 points on the night. Looks like a on coaching
2: convention here tonight with all the coaches scouting. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody else playing. Nobody
1: playing. 63-53, Dowling by 10 in the lane. A shot no good by Urbandale with the rebound is Naitong. Tong. And a whistle and a backcourt foul on Urbandale. It'll be on Maya Jimphy her fourth. Yep, a who's who. Because this is the only game in town as far as high school girls and boys basketball. None of the other CIML teams, who, by the way, were all snowed out last night due to the uh, weather we had, did not make their games up or choose to make their games up tonight. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a who's who that gets some scouting in if you're a team that's playing Urbandale or Dowling. Nai Tong, the free throw line, 19 foul. On Urbidale on the first free throw, no good. And it's a front end of a one and one. Rebound Dowling. A rebound Urbidale, excuse me. Jayhawks with it underneath. Lynch couldn't get a shot off on the left block. Good defense that time by Gaber and Tong. As Lynch kicks it back out. Now here is Jim for three, and that is Maya. And it's no good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Clark. Three on two, fast break. Clark underneath the Tong. Layup is no good. Nine missed an open shot, gets the rebound, and a whistle in a backcourt foul. Oh goodness! And what do we got here? Foul on Dowling.
2: I believe Maya uh, Urbania Maya Jimphy might have oh, fouled out of the game. Mark. She just
1: did. Her and Tong were going for the ball, and Jimphy will foul out. So,
2: looked like Ellen McVay might have stolen the, the ball after the rebound, and then uh,
1: Jimphy was trying to get it back and fouled, so she's out of the ball game. She finishes with twelve points. Does Maya Jimphy? And the free throw good by McVeigh. Ella's first basket of the night. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, Catholic Tuition Organization, and R&R Realty Group. So Jim Fee files out at the 3.55 mark of the fourth quarter. Second free throw no good by McVeigh. Rebound out to Urbendale. Dowling by 11. 64-53 in game one of our girls and boys doubleheader. Three minutes, 40 seconds remaining. Now the ball dribbled off the foot of Dowling, and I believe that was off of uh, Simplot, retrieved by Urbandale at half court. Yourself. Team fouls. Urbandale has committed over 10, and Dowling with five, and a bank three, top of the key, good by Jada Jimfee. <laughs> Saturday evening hours at the
2: bank. The bank's open. Jada with her 12th point. Matching her sister's uh, point
1: total. Two really good players, I'm telling you. Yep, Jada in with uh, four fouls right now. Here's Dowling with the ball. Leading by eight, three minutes to play. Gaber for three, top of the key, no good, and a loose ball foul on Nye Tong. And Nye with her fourth foul. And that may get Lexi Bowles in the ballgame, and it will. She's set to check in. As we are at the three-minute mark, checking back in for Urbendale will be Faith Putts.
2: You know, maybe time and score, Mark. The Maroons maybe didn't need to shoot that three. Up by eight, three minutes to go. Not that you're trying to put the ball completely in the deep freeze,
1: but no real reason to take those deep threes with uh, with a hand in your face. Yeah, Grace, who has, Grace Gaber has eight points all in the first half. Has yet to score here in the second half. Herbindale with the ball. Faith puts beyond the three-point line. Leaves it for Jada Jimphy. Her sister Maya fouled out earlier. Dribble handoff, right side, McKenna Cole. They get in the lane, a pull up jumper, good. Timeout, Urbendale. Maddie Lynch with the basket for the Jayhawks. That's her first basket of the night. We've got a full timeout. So with 2 minutes 38 seconds remaining, fourth quarter, Dowling 64, Urbendale 58, along with Steve DeVinny, Mark Amadale back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank
2: you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen
5: their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours.
0: cpcustomhomes.com.
2: From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals.
1: Welcome back to the Dowling or to the Urbandale gym. Dowling and Urbandale tonight here in Iowa Catholic Radio. And 30-second uh, timeout call because Dowling, they had to put the ball down. Dowling wasn't out of their huddle. They uh, put the ball down, and the Maroons call a 30-second timeout so they don't lose the possession as uh, <laughs> not a good deal that time for the Maroons, but they call the timeout to save the possession there, Steve. Once again, the officials, you
2: don't see that very often. You know, they try to work with the teams and get them out there. and it, it, You know, set the ball down and started counting this time. So,
1: All right, Dowling does inbound the ball. This time they get back there in uh, pretty good shape. And now Dowling leading 64-58 here in this girls' contest. Now a whistle and a foul. Called on McKenna Cole. That'll be her fourth for Urbandale. And Dowling in the double bonus the rest of the night as Urbandale has committed over 10 fouls here in the second half. Dowling with 16 fouls here, Steve DeVinney. Done a better job of not fouling the second half. Maroons have. At the free throw line is Kaitlyn Clark. Hits the first free throw for her 41st point of the night. Second one on the way. Good. What a night for Kaitlyn. 42 points. It's 66-58, Dowling. Eight days off did her just fine, didn't it? It sure did. Now a three-pointer by McKenna Cole, no good, out of bounds to Dowling. Well, technically both Dowling and Urbandale girls played last Saturday, and they both oh, came yeah. away with winners. Yeah. Dowling played in Chicago against the number one team, Bennett Academy from Illinois, winning there, and Urbandale winning on Saturday. Last Saturday against Council Bluffs Jefferson, 54-35. So technically just a week off. The boys, on the other hand, had eight days off. At least Urbandale did. And now a corner three no good by the Maroons. And Meg Simplot with a miss. But the ball slapped out to midcourt, and Clark comes away with it. Urbandale now just over overplaying the passing lanes. They're trying to trap the ball. Clark underneath her shot up no good. Rebound and a backcourt foul on Dowling. Rebounded out of there by Maddie Lynch. Foul on Clark. That'd be a bonus there for uh,
2: one and one now for the uh, Jayhawks.
1: Caitlin was wondering where the uh, foul was (laughs) when she went in for the layup and may have gotten bumped, but nonetheless, it'll be Urbendale shooting a one and one. And it'll be Maddie Lynch going to line. Maddie tonight with uh, two points here in the fourth quarter, 0 for 2 at the line. And her first free throw is good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Along with construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen. Don't forget, to me and sons, a support and sponsor our three-point made baskets for the Maroons. 1501 Southeast First, 515-282-79-76. 2nd free throw good by Maddie Lynch of Urbandale. Jay also cut a, the lead a, to six. It's a six-point game. We're shooting threes again here the last time down. Well, Clark tried to lay up, and she... Got yeah. the no-call and committed the foul, and now foul there. Right in front of us by Anaya Hickman. So Hickman took up the foul. Anaya, one of three seniors for head coach Kenton Tannell of Urbandale. Maya Jimfie, the and Faith Putz, the other two who both start. First free throw good by Clark. Probably not the one they wanted to foul, huh? <laughs> Do you think? Gee whiz. 43 points for Caitlin Clark. 67-60 Dowling. Second free throw good. So Clark with 44 points. She's 4 or 5 at the free throw line here in the fourth quarter. Dowling by 8. And now here's Jada Jimfrey for 3. Good. Right from the top of the key. Timeout Urbendale. Heck of a shot out left. there. Heck of a shot. So, Jada Jimfee, quick timeout. One, two, three, four, fifth three pointer. And she has 15 points. And it's 68 63. Dowling by five. A minute 15 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 30 second timeout. We'll keep it here. Once again, our thanks to Two Rivers Glass and Door, Kathy Tuition Organization, RR Realty Group, and Mercy One supporting our contests and broadcasts. All season long. Up next for Dowling, we'll return to action back to the Tuesday-Friday scenario. As we've got, if you go to iowacatholicradio.com under Dowling Catholic Sports, you'll see our schedule. And it's basically Tuesday-Friday all the way through February, Steve. And next week, it's Ames and Waqui. Uh, or rather, Ankeny and Ames coming to Dowling. Ankeny game on Tuesday night and Ames on Friday night. The following week, is, uh, as Coach Michael Connor said at halftime, we talked to him, it's Waukee and Johnson for a Tuesday, Friday. And those will wow. be ranked teams in both the girls and boys. So what a week that'll be. That'll be really good matchups. Again, Dowling home for the next four. Runs inbound the ball. Clark with it. Gets to Gaber. Dowling playing keep away here with 65 seconds remaining. Grace, a very good free throw shooter in her own right. Urbendale trying to deny Clark, which they've done. Now Grace just dribbles under the basket, gets to McVeigh, back to Clark. Caitlin with it and draws the foul. And this will be on Faith Putts. That'll be her first. Believe it or not, her first. Wow. How, could, how, how could any She's starter the only in this one, game? one? How could on any the court, of the starters yeah. not have a foul but for either team? And Faith picks up her first. 68 63, dowling by five with 53.8 seconds remaining, and Caitlin Clark back to the line. And her first free throw is good. Caitlin with 45 points on the night. What's her career high? Do you know, Mark? I don't have all the records and all that. the Mason City game. You have to ask the guy to your right, Mr. Kevin Adi, he the, might. He the, might not. The know. recently retired guy. Yeah. Second free throw good by Clark. She now has 46. A year ago, she had over 60 and was... Not too far away from a state record, but they pulled her out of the game in the win. And now Urbandale with the shot in the lane, no good. Rebounded by Jada Jimphy and a put back up and good by Jada. She now has 17 points and a timeout Urbandale. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. 40 seconds remaining. Dowling by five. The Maroons will have the basketball underneath their own basket. Next up for Urbandale. They'll be back in action Tuesday and Friday next week. Ames comes to the Jayhawk gym on Tuesday night. And then the, uh, both Urbandale teams travel to Ankeny Centennial next Friday. They'll follow that up with a non-conference game at Indianola on January 21st. And then home against the Ankeny Hawks on January 24th. So for Urbandale, it's Ames, Ankeny Centennial, Indianola, and Ankeny. The next four games on their schedule in January. Dowling will inbound the ball. Full court pressure by Urbandale. They get it to... Clark, who splits the double team in the front court, goes Meg Simplot, leaves it for Gaber. Grace with it, she's being double teamed and draws the foul on Faith Putts. She's the one that has fouls to burn. And free throws coming for Gaber. So for Dowling at the free throw line, Clark, an 80% free throw shooter, Gaber 66%, and Lexi Bowles at 66%. Those are the top free throw shooters for the Maroons, and Gaber gets a shot here, Steve. Eyes the bucket, and the free throw rolls off the rim. No good. Grace, one for two tonight at the free throw line. Go oh, check that. Grace, three out of five at the line. Second free throw coming, and it's no good. He's now three out of six at the line. Rebound Dowling and Brianna Rodriguez, and a reach-in foul on Urbandale's Mer- Macy Gaskell. Gaskell will foul out with seven points with 26 seconds remaining. Heck of an offensive rebound there by Brianna Rodriguez. Check that. Gaskell will not foul out. Snuck right in there. It's her fourth. Yes. Fourth foul on Gaskell. Free throws coming for Rodriguez. First one up. Good. Two-shot fouls the rest of the way for Dowling. Brianna with her first point of the night. 71-65, Dowling. 26 seconds remaining. Free throw, good. Rodriguez with a couple of clutch free throws. Nice job by her. 72-65, Maroons. 20 seconds remaining. Down the lane. Layup up and good. That's Anaya Hickman with the basket. Her sixth point of the night. 72-67, Dowling. And the Maroons break the press. Here's Clark between the circles. They're going to triple team her. They're not going to foul, Mark. Not yet. Hickman won't follow her. Now they get it to McVeigh, and that'll do it. Maroons will come away with the win, 72-67, over Urbandale to extend their winning streak to 19 in a row over the Jayhawks. As Dowling now improves its record to 9-2 on the season, Urbandale will fall to 8-3. Maroons are now 3-1 in Central Conference play, and the Jayhawks foul fall to 1-3 and three in central conference play. But how about that? Maroons with a 19-game winning streak over Urbandale. And it continues as the two teams will play the rematch later on this year in February, February 7th, a Friday night game at Dallas. What a win by the Maroons. And, uh, Steve, as usual, it's never easy when you play conference, mi- conference games. No, I and thought
2: uh, Urbandale – once again, just like we said a year ago, we came over here and the game at Dowling. They're much improved, and uh, they've got legitimate college
1: players on their team. And uh, what Caitlin have, 45 or 6? 46 unofficially. Yeah. You can ask the guy next to you when he's done, Mr. Roddy. <laughs> he was keeping the official book, but I have her 46, and I think that's what the Urbandale uh, folks had on the uh, running scoreboard that they keep here. They do a great job with that. Final score, Dowling defeating Urbandale 72-67 in game one. We'll take a break, come back with our post-game show. We'll total up the scoring in this contest. Dowling girls again improved to 9-2 on the season. Urbandale falls to 8-3. The Dowling girls a 72-67 win. Back after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, welcome back to the Urbandale Gym. Mark Emmadale alongside Steve DeVinny as final score in this girls' contest. Dallin Girls defeat Urbandale 72-67, Steve. As uh, Maroons now improve their record to 9-2, and two. Urbandale falls to 8-3. and three. I get money back at the scorer's table here. My daughter goes to the concession stand. I like it. Didn't if, offer, she was, if she, she was didn't smart, offer. she'd just keep it. Well, she knows how she's going to get home, and that's with her dad. <laughs> Not that we live far away from here, about two blocks. But yeah. nonetheless, she's on watch tonight. My wife at uh, scrapbooking down in Winterset, hopefully making her way back to uh, central Iowa. As that wasn't postponed today. Others were. You were involved with some youth basketball, and two of your three teams were in action. The one team got canceled down in Indianola and the infamous Chris Street Tournament, yeah. which I've always liked to. Boy, it's what a, a tournament. To. Yep. So, uh, what a
2: legend chris was and oh god his legacy lives on and i officiated high school back, basketball back in the day and had him
1: had a few of his games
2: just a class act great kid and
1: uh, died way too suddenly uh, steve as you and i both know in a very tragic accident on a very wintry night and just one of those one of those things that happened but uh you know, we move forward, and I'll tell you what—they got a beautiful facility down there in his honor, and that—and rightly so. And they've done a great job in uh maintaining that. So we appreciate and then, that. And then another one of their uh, favored sons, Casey Blake,
2: and his wife Abby threw some more money their way, and so the middle school
1: over there is just uh, a beautiful facility. Certainly is. All right, take a look at the scoring. We got the bird. Oh my goodness! You know we got uh, uh, Gary Birdwell is going to sit in. Who teaches here at Urbandale, but he used to coach boys and girls basketball here. He's now the assistant boys track coach, and you mix him in with the uh, uh, the Dowling group and uh, the Dowling coaches staff. Pat Henkinius in his first year as a Dowling boys sophomore coach teaches here at Urbandale yep. and coached here many, many years the sophomore and varsity level, so we're bringing him gradually in from Urbandale, Steve. Yeah,
2: well, it's a, it's a, it's a really good uh, <laughs> coaching get for Coach O'Connor to get Pat to to coach his sophomore group and uh, really good guy, really good coach. Those, that, his
1: ball club's having a good year. Absolutely. This year. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at the, f- the scoring totals from the girls' game again. Dowling girls, a winner 72 67 over Irvindale. And Dowling was led by Caitlin Clark with 46 points tonight. She was followed by Emma Gipple and Grace Gaber with eight points each. And then uh, rounding out scoring for Dowling, Lexi Bowles off the bench with four points. Nai Tong with three points. Three points off the bench for Julia Moore. And two points for Brianna Rodriguez and one point for Ella McVeigh. Dowling went 17-24 at the free throw line. For the Urbandale Jayhawks, they were led in scoring by Jada Jimfee, the 6'2 sophomore with 17 points tonight. She was followed by her older sister Maya with 12 points. Maya fouled out with 3.55 remaining in the fourth quarter. And then single-digit scoring for Urbandale led by off-the-bench McKenna Cole with seven points. Macy Gaskell with seven. Gaskell got the start tonight for uh, the illness to Kelsey Heller battling the flu. And uh, Macy got the start, picked in, pitched in seven points. And six points for Anaya Hickman and four points for Maddie Lynch. And I failed to mention Faith Putts tonight. Uh, she had... Six points at halftime. She finished with 15 points. Somehow avoided the score sheet here for some reason, but she finished with 15. So Jada Jimphy with 17, Faith Putts with 15 points, and Maya Jimphy with 12 points. Three players double figures for Urbendale. Jayhawks went 16 of 28 at the free throw line. So in all, in all, Steve, Urbendale had 12, 14 more free throws attempted in the first half. And in the second half, Dowling kind of matched that and got it back to a 28-24 difference at the free throw line. Urbandale making 16 free throws. Dowling making 17. All in all, that all shakes out.
2: Well, uh, Urbandale just didn't shoot it real well from the from the free throw line all night. They did shoot it a little bit better in the second half. But uh, it was all Caitlin Clark tonight. Uh, you know, we, we sort of take it for granted having sat here for the last four years. <laughs> but, I mean, somebody scores 46, you should be uh, looking up records. And it's sort of... I don't, I don't want to overemphasize this, but it's sort of ho-hum, you know, when she goes off like that.
1: Well, she's, Caitlin, she's just that good. She uh, she mastered her, her, her scoring average of 33 points and yeah. then some. Yeah. So, all right, Steve DeVinny, thanks for sitting in. Thanks, sir. We'll see you Tuesday night as uh, Dowling takes on Ankeny for the second time this season. Home game. And it's home at Dowling. Maroons are home the next four games next week: home on Tuesday and home on Friday. Uh, Ankeny, excuse me, on Tuesday, and Ames on Friday. And then the following week, it's Waukee and Johnston. So we'll get you all rested up. You take care. Thank you, sir. Grandpa Steve DeVinny. thanks for joining us. You got it. Steve DeVinney, my broadcast partner. We'll take a break and come back. Gary Birdwell makes his airwaves here on Iowa Catholic Radio, his debut. And we'll visit with Coach Birdwell and more as we preview the Dowling boys game coming up. The Dowling girls are winning tonight, 72-67 over Urbandale. Back in one minute for the boys' pregame here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
7: Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass & Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass & Door. design. Fabrication and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door. Serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty
9: Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more r Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985. Solving commercial real estate needs. r Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust.
0: The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel.
1: And we're back here at the Urbandale Gym as we preview the boys' contest between Dowling and Urbandale tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadil now joined by Gary Birdwell. Gary, a longtime coach here at Urbendale, coached the girls' and the boys' teams at one time, and also currently the assistant boys' track uh, coach here at Urbandale. And, Gary, I want to thank you for sitting in tonight. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio. And, uh, folks, you're in for a treat with this guy because <laughs> – we used to coach against each other at one time, and then he went over to the girls' side, and I don't know why he decided to do that because then <laughs> I say that, and I went over to the girls' side, the young lady sitting behind you in the first row. I had a chance okay. to coach my daughter, and uh, so you've been on both sides, and tonight I'll bring you back for the boys' side. And this is a guy this guy here, Hinkinius. Yep. what is this old home week with, the, with you two? <laughs> I mean, good yeah.
5: grief. Yeah, bringing the old dogs out again a little bit. But I, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and, and work with you, Mark, Um it's nice to finally be on the same side as you for once. Um, <laughs> I, don't I, I got a little tired of work looking down the bench and then watching the scoreboard light up like it was Las Vegas. So I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> I've forgotten all that
1: stuff, believe me.
5: No, it's just it's a, it's a great part to be, uh, to be a part of this rivalry between Urbandale and, and Dowling, um, both with really great basketball traditions on both ends. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, great coaching, uh, always has been. And uh, so it's just a fun part to get to, to sit on this end of the floor a little bit.
1: And uh, these two teams will go at each other. I know uh, uh, you look at the, the matchups, and Dowling's on a run now. They've won uh, seven in a row since their opening Yep. loss against Iowa City West, who at the time was the number one ranked team in the state. Yep. Maroons have won seven in a row. Some of that might have been the football hangover, but <laughs> we use that as an excuse. and That helps <laughs> that helps Coach O'Connor in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, <laughs> he doesn't need
5: that kind of help, I can tell you that.
1: But yep. uh, the Jayhawks, Urbadale uh, under a head coach John Smiths. Now, you didn't coach with Coach Smith, you coached that other guy, some guy named Bjorkman, who's now down at Simpson College. Yes. Oh yeah, Brad Bjorkman, here about <laughs> 25, 30 years. Yep. Uh, you coached with him and his program. Well, Coach Smiths, uh, Urbandale, won their first three games of the season. They've lost three of the last five. And, of course, they've been off eight days now because they right. haven't played since uh, they – or actually last Saturday they defeated Council Plus Jefferson yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the boys' contest here. So they've been off a week. Dowling played Tuesday night, so the Maroons are still into that Tuesday-Friday or Tuesday-Saturday routine.
5: Yeah, and when you come in to uh, – you know, it's—it sometimes it's tough for high school kids if you – get into that routine and then it's thrown off whether by scheduling or by weather like yep. we had yesterday uh, but it's it's always a good opportunity to just get back in the gym and get things going again
1: now you notice that we're sitting courtside because back in the day when you were coaching with the Bjorkman and many others and even uh, uh, when you were the girls coach here I used to sit way up there <laughs> in the euchre seats to yep. our off to our left shoulders here at the Urbandale gym well when I told Mr. Watson that you were coming in, he said, you know what? We're going to put you right down here on the scores table. And I just got everything got upgraded. That and DeVinny coming in here, they, they seem to like him. Yeah. And I want to thank Mr. Watson, but I want to thank you for getting my seats upgraded to courtside. Trust me, it didn't have anything to do with me. So, no, I, I actually came in up
5: to the, the top level there and was kind of shocked when I didn't see that we, we were set up up there. So,
1: yep. We, uh, we got upgraded, so now we're courtside right next to the Dowling bench here at the South Gym. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about this matchup? I know you had a, I only gave you about 24 <laughs> hours to get uh, prepped because when Coach Swain said he couldn't be here tonight when we made up the game from last night mm-hmm. to tonight. You fired right off. I know you checked with your lovely bride Kathy and daughter at home, and yeah. and said, "Hey, I can do this," and I appreciate that. What well, it's 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 a return to radio
5: for me from about 35, 36 years ago when I when I worked at a local radio station back in Iowa Falls when I was in high school. And really, yeah, I was. I always love radio, so uh, this is, this is a lot of fun. But yeah, it's going to be a great matchup tonight. Um, you've got, like you said, uh, Dowling that's been on a run for the last seven games, and at... Has had a little bit of off and on, and um, but uh, you've got the size of the, the Dowling Catholic Maroons and you've got the uh, you know some of the quickness there with the Urbandale Jayhawks. Um, it's going to be a really interesting matchup of the strength inside of Dowling versus maybe a little bit more of an outside threat for Urbandale.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, uh, Gary. And, you know, you, you look at the two teams last year, we only go, we go back a year, and uh, Dowling won the first match or first game here, 60 to 40, back in that December matchup. And then at Dowling, uh, the Maroons held off Urbendale, 42 35, back on January 11. So the Maroons won both match both mm-hmm. games last year. But you can throw all that out because of graduation, the team changes. Right. But uh, that's just something to kind of note. And uh, it's always a well played game. And Coach Smith probably has one of his best teams that he's had here at Urbendale. So I know uh, John's got to be pretty proud of this team. And this is his fifth year. It's hard to believe. Uh, Coach Bjorkman's been retired from here five years, but <laughs> Coach Smith's entering his fifth year.
5: Yeah, yeah, no, they, uh, Urbandale's been doing a lot of good things. You know, they're they're putting up uh, some good numbers. And When you look just at the numbers, you're looking at an Urbandale team that averages just under 60 points a game uh, versus Dowling that's averaging, uh, what is it, just under 55 points a game. So, you know, on paper, this looks like it's going to be a heck of a matchup tonight.
1: Yeah, it certainly does. Let's take a look at the rankings before we go to our starting lineups. Waukee is the number one ranked team in Class 4A. Uh, these rankings come out every Monday from the Associated Press, followed by Dubuque Hempstead at number two. Sioux City East is third. Uh, Westwaterloo is fourth. And Ankeny Centennial fifth. Six through ten in the boys' class 4A rankings. Cedar Falls, Dowling Catholic, Iowa City West, Cedar Rapids Prairie, and Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln rounding out the top ten in class 4A. And, boy, uh, three Central Iowa Metro League schools ranked there, unlike the girls where there's six or seven sometimes <laughs> yeah. in the top uh, uh, ten. Uh Three uh, CIML teams in there right now, Dowling, Centennial, and, of course, number one, Waukee.
5: Waukee, a a great program there. Coach Owl over there does a great job um, and just loaded with talent and has done a great job so far this year. And uh, when you look at the other CIML teams, just always a a great competition here in this league.
1: We've got Coach Neha's attention right now.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Another guy that used to beat up on me when I was coaching against him back in the day. When coaching we used the boys, to team so. up
1: together, and then oh, certain gosh. games he'd have that, that Cub convention, so yep, he'd have to yep. leave. He always left the week we played you, that <laughs> week, and he'd leave it with me and Labonia, and that, that was never good. Oh, my good, gosh. But. All right, we'll take a break and come back with the starting lineups for the boys' game. It's Dowling and Urbandale from the Urbandale Gym. Earlier tonight, the Dowling Girls, a 72-67 winner over the Urbandale Girls. Back with the boys starters coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Tumia and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia and Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade dessert. To Me and Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, tomeandsons.net.
4: This is Gloria Purvis, host of Morning Glory. Gosh, I wish they had Catholic Radio when I was growing up. It would have been a source for me to learn more about the faith. When you pledge your support, you make it possible for this station to carry programs like Morning Glory every morning. No matter the amount, your gift works to make a difference for you, for others, and for the future of Catholic Radio. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now.
0: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call
1: 515-223-1150. And welcome back to the Urbandale High School Gymnasium. Mark Amadell along with Gary Bergwell tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. As Gary fills in for the coach, Mike Swain, the legendary coach from Des Moines-Lincoln, And Des Moines Christian. Uh, He had a surprise birthday party he had to get to in the family. So he was unable to make it. And I speed dialed you right away.
5: (laughs) Yeah. I tell you what, I was pretty nervous when I got that text message. And I thought, oh, boy, this will will be interesting. I didn't know you had
1: radio experience. Yeah, yeah. Iowa Falls. Now, going back a few years when you were coaching the Urbandale Girls, uh, I remember your dad, your late father, used to yeah. listen to some of the games.
5: Tried to, yeah. Did yeah. he
1: give me any positive feedback? Did he like how what I said? Was I too much of a homer or how'd no, that work? No, no, no,
5: no, no. No, my dad wouldn't be very critical of, of anybody. Just Yeah, it was okay. It was okay.
1: That was so. awesome. I, I remember and I gave him a couple shout-outs too. So maybe that got back to you. I don't know. But, it did. Uh,
5: it did. That was very
1: much appreciated. My, the power of the Internet. When I started this, it was just it was different equipment. And we weren't technical. And now we've got internet on your phone internet on your computer at home and you can listen yeah. or on the radio airways actually or to your computer
5: yep i was i was listening to the girls game on the way over here tonight so uh, hoping to uh, not screw things up, uh, and doing as good a job as as the first game was taken care of. So.
1: You just comment if you know something about the these Urbendale kids or the Dallin kids. Let us know a little uh, backstories because some of these kids, I think you probably see in boys' track here at Urbendale. I see them
5: in boys' track. See a lot of them in the classroom as well. Oh, here. there you go. So uh, a lot of, they're a lot of really really great high quality kids. As, as I know the. Uh, the young men from Dowling are as well. All
1: right, let's take a look at the starting lineups tonight, Gary, for Dowling. The Maroons come in with a record of 7-1. They won seven in a row, 3-0 in conference play. They're ranked fourth by the Des Moines Register and seventh by the Associated Press. Michael Connor in his 14th year, 195 wins, 106 losses, all at Dowling in his 14 years. Nick Wagner, Jimmy Nahas, David Combs, and Pat Hinkinius are the assistant coaches as... Dowling will start this lineup. Matt Stilwell, Joe Stracco, Ryan Riggs, Matt Riedel, and Drew Daniel. For Urbandale, it'll be Drew Dykstra, Dylan Sams, Grant DeCrife, Chance Knox, and Cal Watson. And Cal Watson will tip it off against uh, Ryan Riggs. Cal and Urbandale will be going right to left towards the south basket here at the south gym at Urbandale. And Dowling will go left to right towards the north basket. Tip up and one and control by Cal Watson and Urbandale. Jayhawks have it. Dowling opens up man-to-man here, Gary. I, I was ready to, to do my call of man man <laughs> As now a steal, is. Stillwell or Straco came in and poked the ball away, and Dowling with the ball off the Urbandale turnover. Both teams open up man-to-man. Dowling with the ball and runes Good in ball their screen. Yeah, road black uniforms, white numbers. Urbandale in their home whites with red trim and numbers. The ball. Works inside the rigs and a whistle and a foul called on Urbandale, apparently. And it'll be called on Cal Watson. That'll be his first foul. in the first. We had a lot of fouls in that first game. So yeah. I don't know if you ever used that when you were coaching with uh, Bjorken <laughs> here, watching the girls game, how are these guys going to call it. You know, we don't get two sets of officials. And uh, yep. these guys called it tight. And we want to welcome them back, uh, T.J. Augustine, Derek Klassen, and Jerry Buhay. Without them, we wouldn't have a game tonight.
5: Very good officials, very good crew. I've worked with those guys several times. Now
1: a steal by Urbandale on the ball down court. They try to transition. Ball poked away on the break, and Urbandale retains possession. Jayhawks have it. And top of the key goes Drew Dykstra. Dowling stays man-to-man. Over Sam to Sam's. And yeah, pick Dylan, and roll. Dylan Sam's trying to get a little pick and roll on the left wing. Gets it over to Dykstra. And now they reverse the ball left side as Alex McConkey, who got the start tonight in there. Gets it in the lane to Kreif, Gets to Watson. Cal works against with the left hand against uh, Riggs. His shot no good. And, steep. and Cal gets the rebound, but he has it taken away by
5: Dowling. Irmedale running a continuous ball screen offense there from wing to wing and uh, got a good look inside by Watson with a nice left hand. Just couldn't convert.
1: Bruins in the lane. A pull jumper good. That's Matt Stilwell with the first basket of the ball game. It's 2 to nothing Dowling at the 6.15 mark of the first quarter is our first basket. Jayhawk's with it in the front quarters. Dylan Sam's with it. Works the left side through to De Cruyff. Down to McConkey. He dribbles down the lane and draws a foul. Two free throws coming for Urbandale.
5: McConkey got a really good first step there with his right foot and attacked the basket right down the
1: lane line there. Drew Daniel picks up the foul for Dowling. His first. Team foul number one on Dowling. 6.07 remaining. First quarter and free throws coming for Alex McConkey. And it hits the first free throw. First points for Urbandale. Alex, a 46% free throw shooter on the year. Is he a track guy for you?
5: No, he's not.
1: Um, we'll, he... t- we'll talk to him after the game about yeah. that.
5: <laughs> I'd like to have him hurdle
1: for <laughs> me. There you go. Second free throw in and out, no good. Rebound comes out to Dowling and Matt Stilwell. 2-1's to our score. Dowling with the lead. Dowling girls a winner tonight in game one, 72-67 over the Urbandale Gals. Still well, well he does everything for the Bruins. He's just a go-getter. To Daniel for three. Left wing. It's no good. Ball slapped around, and Watson with it for the Mar- for the Jayhawks. Outlet pass goes to Sam's. Dillon gets it. And they get it over to DeCrife, and Jayhawks will start their offenses. Dykstra, Sam's, DeCrife, McConkey, and Watson, the five on the floor. Chance Knox did not get the start tonight. He'll come off the bench for head coach John Smits. Urbandale with the ball. Dowling stays man-to-man. Pass. They will help. Underneath the backdoor cut, no good by Urbandale. DeKreif missed the shot. Strockel with the rebound. Down court, he goes. His shot, no good. He hits the deck. Rebound, to McConkey. McConkey.
5: got away with one there.
1: Urbandale comes up empty. So does Dowling. And down the lane, no good with the shot by Dykstra. Ball slapped on the ground, and Strockel comes away with it for the Maroons. So empty possessions both ways, but lots of hustle, Coach. Yeah,
5: yeah, just, just guys going out there playing tough and making tough plays.
1: Dowling with the ball, man to man defense by Urbendale. As Sam's guarding Stillwell and a blocking foul called as Stillwell goes to the basket. I'll tell you what, Stillwell, outstanding receiver for the Dowling football team, and he can make it happen on the basketball court. Foul's called on Urbendale's Dylan Sam's his first and the second team foul on the Jayhawks. It's a non shooting foul.
5: Yeah, there Dowling was trying to get penetration there. Sam's trying to draw a charge, but just didn't get it get it done.
1: Well he was working on that earlier, I saw. Mm-hmm. Dowling with the ball, backdoor cut, and they can't get the shot off. And that was a Riedel on the baseline. He tries a That's reverse kind of pass, copy. and it's tipped out of bounds. And it'll be Dowling possession as a young man who I think you're going to probably enjoy watching. They just checked in for Dowling, and that is Omaha Ballou, 6'7", freshman, averaging five points, four rebounds. And he'll take the place of Matt Riedel with, as Dowling starts their rotation here, Gary.
5: Yeah, so I heard a lot about Omaha. I- Boy, he's a physical specimen there as a as a freshman in high school. I tell you.
1: He checks in. He throws the ball into the maroons. Matt Stillwell. They work the right side. Strocco for three. It's in and out. No good from the right corner. And the rebound out to Urbindale and Alex McConkey. Jayhawks want to run. They get the ball down court. DeKreif with it is cut off. Now a backdoor cut, and they get it inside to McConkey. That looked bad,
5: but it was wasn't a travel there. <laughs> he they didn't never, have possession. Exactly.
1: With the basketball Sam's. Overdale run their offense against Dowling's man to man. Our it's score is two to one. Dowling.
5: It's amazing we can agree on calls now. About fifteen years ago we wouldn't have agreed on one stinking well, thing. We always <laughs> wanted something
1: <laughs> Now in the lane, McConkey with the shot's no good and he draws the foul as he tried to get the rebound on the missed shot. So on Alex that'll be his first both teams going through a little, foul. little period of you know, Trying to feel each
5: other out, trying to understand what's going to work for them in terms of their offensive sets. Got some good looks out of both squads, but uh, not a lot of scoring so far.
1: And in the meantime, trying to get your rotation in, uh, uh, your, uh, your reserves and dialing now with Michael Keel, who is the all-state linebacker, MVP of the state championship game in football, in their number three, along with Andrew Lynch, the tight end of the team. They check in and now... Ballou has the ball on the baseline he has it poked away and a whistle and a reach-in foul on Urbandale. And this will be the third team foul on Urbandale. Yeah, Matt Brockway tried to cut off the baseline drive there. and uh, He just checked in the lineup, 6'5", senior yep. for uh, Coach Schmitz. He didn't realize that. So Brockway in along with Watson in the post. Trying to Runs go in the ball. on the And Keel throws it away. Stolen away by Sands. Dribbles down court. And now they leave it for DeCryfe for three. It's no good. Rebound, well, Ballou and, <laughs> Ballou and Lynch, and Lynch gets it away. Stillwell bringing it back up the floor now. As Dowling with the basketball leading, 2-1. to one. Yes, 2-1 to one is our score, 320 remaining here in the first quarter from the Urbandale Gym. Dowling girls a winner tonight in game one, 72-67. Dowling get the ball. Here's Riggs, right elbow. Kicks it out to Stillwell for three. It's off the mark, no good, and a loose ball foul called on Dowling. It'll be on Lynch as substitution now for the Jayhawks.
5: Still had a nice look right there from three. Um, he's currently, you know, shooting 27% from three for the year, but that was a really good look, just a little short, it off the front of the rim.
1: Now Chance Knox, who I had down as a starter, mm-hmm. comes in off the bench now for Coach Smiths and Urbandale. 6'2", senior, averaging seven points into the Urbandale lineup. Jayhawks have it trailing by one. Here's Knox. Top of the key, it goes to Kreif. The they work the left side. To Dykstra. Now in the lane, they try to get DeKreif on a cut, and it's out of bounds, knocked away by Dowling. It's a nice cut by DeKreif there. Dykstra's got to read
5: and see that he was throwing the ball into double coverage there. So kind of like my Vikings this afternoon.
1: Do they end up losing? Yeah. Stillwell and Riggs check out for Dowling. Back into the game for the Maroons. Matt Riedel, and now we've got an illegal screen set on Urbandale. And they'll that's call it on number 24 here, Coach, Alex McConkey. And that's going to be second.
5: Urbandale's 15 foul already with 250 left in the first quarter. This is no
1: different than the uh, boys' <laughs> or the girls' game earlier. They had 24 fouls called in the first half of the girls' game. And you know what? All rightly so because they were reaching in and fouling. So, yeah. blue reverse layup, good. Omaha dribbles baseline left to right and scores. Really nice finish. And the Maroons up 4-1 to one over Urbandale. Dowling lead is 3. Jayhawks looking for their first field goal. Side-to-side side action. Yep, here's De- Dykstra for three left wing. No good. Rebound, Keel. Out to Riedel. Riedel underneath the blue, and an alley-oop pass doesn't work, and the rebound comes out to Urbandale and to Kreif. Here's Grant with it. Leaves it for Dykstra. Dykstra looking for a cutter and Watson in the post. Can't get it to him. And now here's Knox for three, and it's no good. Out of bounds to Dowling. Under two minutes remaining here in the first quarter.
5: Yeah, both teams uh, getting up several good looks from the three-point line. Just can't get anything to fall right now.
1: Four to one is our score. Dowling with the lead over Urbandale. So the Vikings lose. How was the score there, Coach? I
5: think it was 27-10, I think. Oh, my goodness. It was way too much to not enough.
1: So San Francisco advances to the NFC Championship game next weekend, okay? Uh, Viking fans are, they might be in some of the establishments tonight, uh, Coach <laughs> Birdwell, and you might be one of them before we're done here, yeah. who knows? Just right. a lot of tears. Underneath is Lynch, and he commits his second foul. Andrew char- called for the charge, got a nice pass in the mid-post on the left side, and then took a dribble and committed the offensive foul, and Riggs will check in for him. Still well back in, and he'll check in for Riedel.
5: Grant Decry from Urbandale did a really nice job of sliding over and help position to draw the charts. That's a that's a lost art. We don't I don't think think we see enough of that in high school basketball either for the girls or the boys.
1: Well Grant is a gym rat because his dad used to be the head yes. coach at Carlisle. He replaced Fontana and I at Carlisle after okay. we left. Okay. And I think that's about the time he was born, if I remember Probably right. about right. Grant's <laughs> a junior. And uh, Lauren took over for us and okay. did a nice job. And then he decided to get in that administration deal. <laughs> well,
5: he was, a, he was the uh, counselor at uh, Urbandale Middle School and before becoming the principal at Urbandale Middle School and is now the uh, director of human resources for the Urbandale School District.
1: Uh, again, got an administration now. Steal by Dowling, and they make it down court. And Riggs for three, and it's good. So another me nice and Sun three corner for Ryan Riggs. His first points to the and Blocking a foul on foul. Dowling.
5: Yeah, on uh, Michael Keough trying to stop
1: the drive of Sam's from Urbandale on the left side. 14 foul on Dowling, as uh, you mentioned earlier, Coach Birdwell. Five on Urbandale. So we've got nine fouls with a minute remaining nice here in play. the first quarter. Inbounds play, and they can't get it to fall. Sam's with the shot no good. Outlet pass to Riggs, and they overthrew him. So both teams with empty possessions.
5: Had two uh, Omaha and Riggs there on the transition. Nice job, just letting the ball a little bit too far.
1: So Joe Dowling Stock- now, both teams going a little offense and defense. As Strako and Riedel back in for uh, Dowling, the Maroons got their well four of their five starters in. As Omaha Ballou stays in for the Maroons, as Drew Daniel on the bench. Urbendale with the basketball. Dowling seven, Urbandale one. Maroons lead by six.
5: Dowling's really doing a nice job of guarding uh, screens off the ball here and denying pressure, forcing Urbandale a little bit higher off the ball.
1: This is DeKreif with it. He can't get a shot off. Good defense that time by Riedel. Maroons coming off a win over Hoover, 42-27 on Tuesday night. Urbandale coming off a win last Saturday over Council Bluffs Jefferson, 69-40. Jayhawks with it. This is Brockway in the, in the lane. On the block, cut off by Ballou. Gets it out the sands in the lane, spins around. His shot no good, and a loose ball foul called. On Dowling, it looks like. A holding foul might be on Riedel. I think you're right i will see what our yep. official says. And it is. So, Riedel with his first foul. And team foul number five on Dowling's. So, we're all tied up with team fouls. Seven seconds remaining in the quarter. Urbandale looking for their first field goal. Here's Sam's underneath the shot for glass. Good. Dylan Sam's with his first bucket. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. It's Dowling seven, Urbandale three, along with Gary Birdwell, Mark Amadale back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their
8: future.
1: We're back here at Urbandale High School. Mark Amidale, Gary Birdwell here in this boys' contest. Start the second quarter, Dowling 7, Urbandale 3. Urbandale's basket by Dylan Sams right before the end of the first quarter had given their, give their first field goal of the night. Alex McConkey with, went 1 for 2 at the free throw line as that's what Urbandale went in the first quarter. Dowling with the ball to start the second quarter. Drew Daniel gets a start, three-pointer up, good. Drew Daniel with the Tamian Sons three-pointer. That's his first three points tonight, and Dowling's lead is now 7, 10-3 over the Jayhawks.
5: Really nice release right there.
1: Yeah, Drew sat some of that uh, first quarter. and went out in foul trouble. He just uh, sat, and now he's uh, got a chance to find his stroke. Daniel coming in averaging eight points, five-and-a-half rebounds. Free throws. Er- Dowling did not shoot a free throw in that first half, even though Urbandale got in foul trouble early. And Marines never came out with with a field goal or free throw attempt, uh, Gary, so we'll keep an eye on that. I talked to uh, Courtney Henderson, the Hoover coach, as Dowling played Hoover on Tuesday night and got the win there on the road. This is the battle of Aurora Avenue for Dowling this week. Hoover on Tuesday and tonight, Saturday night here at The Courtney said he's never seen a Dowling team so long and able to defend as Dykstra hits from the baseline good. His first two points, he said, this Dowling team really defends. That's something when you follow a team you don't realize that, but to have a another coach say that opposing coach and that is so true and Dowling is long and they defend and Hoover threw everything at him as you as you can as you know a Hoover team can
5: oh that yeah that's that's kind of the the staple of, of coach over there at Hoover just they just guard living daylights on everybody
1: Horton does a great job and now Stillwell dribbles into a double team and a nice job that time by Matt Brockway he drew the offensive foul as uh, Still well, commits the foul for Dowling, and that'll take away the possession.
5: Yeah, oh, you know, I just said we haven't seen enough of that in, in high school basketball, it didn't seem like, but uh, that's two charges that the Jayhawks have drawn now.
1: Herberdale with the basketball. Sam's in the front court. Chance Knox with it now. Also in the lineup for Herberdale Matt Brockway. And they work on inside, and in a shot the glass good by Knox. He did a nice little flash to the left elbow.
5: Nice job of getting it off the glass there and converting.
1: So Knox with his first two points. dialing the other way quickly on the baseline. This is Stillwell, Skip pass over to Stracco. Deflected by Dykstra. And now whistling a foul on Urbandale. And they might get Sams for this. He's trying to get around him. And we'll see As our official. T.J. Augustine, Derek Claussen, and Jerry Bohe are three officials. And the foul is on Urbandale's Dylan Sams. That will be his second. He'll re- He'll come out of the lineup, and uh, Dykstra will replace him. Dowling's really
5: attacking that baseline area and looking to get skip passes, looking for good open three
1: opportunities. Omaha Ballou checking in for the Maroons as he comes in for the second time tonight. Dowling 10, Urbandale 7, 5.45 remaining second quarter here at the Urbandale Gym. Glad you could join us here on Iowa Catholic River. Jeff Piggott is our studio producer. Mark Amadale joined tonight by... Gary Bergwell, former girls and boys coach here at Urbandale. Sitting in for Mike Swain tonight. Good defense here by the Jayhawks. Dowling running their man offense. Stroko in the lane, and he draws a foul. I think they're going to get a reach-in foul that time on Knox, if I'm not mistaken.
5: Yep, Knox tried to step over and help on the drive there and just got called for the reach.
1: So 17 foul on Urbandale, a non-shooting foul, and free throw's coming for Joe Stroko. We've nicknamed him fourth quarter Joe because he has no points usually until the fourth quarter and then look out and his free throw's no good so I I did the announcer's hex right there on poor Joe, free throw no good went to school with his dad, they were all hockey players but oh Joe God. played was playing basketball, now in the lane a shot no good by DeCripe but he drew the foul a couple of Dowling players flung at him and one of them fouled him that'll be on Drew Daniel, his second
5: DeCripe had a great attack on the, from the wing right there, got to the rim and a dribble and Tried to finish, but uh, three guys rotated over, and they got one for a foul.
1: Grant DeKreif, averaging seven points. A 71% free throw shooter, misses the first free throw. He's a 6'3 junior. His dad, a longtime boys basketball coach. Came from northwest Iowa. Remember when he uh, <laughs> replaced uh, Coach Fontana and I at uh, Carlisle? I know they came up from... One of those, like, it's Pella North, as I like to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Second free throw by DeKreif, good. That's his first point. Ten to eight, Dowling by two. Irvingdale putting on a little full court pressure here. Just trying to change tempo. Here's Ballou with it. Omaha in the lane. And he draws the foul. Shot blocked that time by Brockway, but he drew the foul. And, yep, two free throws coming, coach.
5: And that's going to be Matt Brockway's second foul. Again, a good strong take by Ballou there. Caught the ball on the right wing and one hard dribble with the left hand to the lane.
1: Now free throws coming as uh, John Smiths wanted an explanation from T.J. Augustine about the uh, call. Probably more body than the block shot. I think he got him with the body. First free throw by Omaha Ballou. Good. That's his third point of the night. Ballou shooting, him shooting 58% from the f- uh, free throw line on the year. Just a freshman. Second free throw long. No good. Riggs with the rebound, and he puts it through. He went right around Matt Brockway for the putback. Dowling coming back with some full-court pressure on their own. Uh, Urbandale started, it, don't forget. Yeah, yeah.
5: 1-2-2 zone press here.
1: (laughs) The Jayhawks get it across the timeline. Here's DeKreif with it. Nice job. They didn't bounce it once in the lane. Shot by Knox. No good. Rebounded by Brockway. His putback, no good. Might have been blocked by, partially blocked by Ballou. Outlet pass goes to Stillwell. Dowling running the other way. Shot up, no good. Ballou with the near rebound, but he puts it in the hands of Riggs, and Dowling with the ball leading by five. A little bit
5: more physical now.
1: A little bit. Oh. Underneath Riggs, a jumper, oh, not a jumper, a leaner that's good with the right hand from the left side. Riggs with seven, and it's 15 to eight. The tempo is picked up a little bit with this full-court pressure by each team. Dowling backs off after the ball crossed the half-court, back into a man-to-man. When you pressure somebody. It seems like scoring comes in, in chunks, and now the Maroons back off the press. Three-pointer no good by Dykstra right in front of us to the left. And the rebound, Dowling. Lead pass down court to Stillwell. His shot with the left hand, no good. And the rebound to Kreif. Grant with it for Urbendale. Leaves it for Dykstra. In the corner it goes to Knox. Mishandled the dribble, drives the lane, and drew the foul.
5: Yeah, Knox was uh, looking for the three there and going up a little bit too quick before he had the ball and lost it and then attacked the basket and drew the foul.
1: Foul's on Straco. That'll be Joe's first. Free throw's coming for Urbendale and Chance Knox. Knox, two points tonight off the bench for the Jayhawks. First free throw is no good. Straka will check out. Michael Keel will check in. Matt Stilwell will check out. And the other Daniel will check in. Simon Daniel, number 23 for the Maroons in the lineup. So Urbandale will stay with Cal Watson and Knox in the post. McConkie just checked in as well. Ah, that's the other one. Free throw. Second free throw good by Knox. He's got three points. Now we got a timeout on the floor. And we'll keep it here. 30-second timeout with 3.49 remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling 15, Urbendale 9 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic along with construction professionals, dental associates, and Kemen for supporting all our broadcasts here on Iowa Catholic Radio and our thanks to Tamia and Sons. You ever been there, uh, Gary? In no, the I Southside? You gotta take your lovely wife Kathy, since she let you out of the house tonight. Take your family there. Tell them I sent you. Charge it to Swain's account, and you'll be good. Breaded ravioli, cheese stick, spaghetti, cavatelli, my favorite china. or you can order off the menu the JoJo special, and they'll know what they're talking. What you're talking about. That sounds great. They'll say you've been hanging out with Amadale on a Tuesday or Friday night or Saturday night. You
5: know, <laughs> you, you talked earlier about teams picking up uh, full court pressure. They do that to kind of get the kids going a little bit more in a game, rather than just kind of settling. And you can the, the score is court. picked up. Yeah, 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 you're
1: right. And both teams playing tremendous defense, and that does get stagnant for the offense. So yep. full court pressure, a little different look. Dowling comes out of the timeout, leading by six. Bruins' biggest lead has been seven. Urbendale in a little matchup zone, a little 1-2-2. Yep. Two, two. What is this, Gary? It looks like a 1-2-2 like a kind of version. All right, Keel will take the shot, top of the key. No good. Omaha Ballou had the rebound and lost it into the hands of Urbandale and Grant DeKryfe, who's been all over the place tonight. It seems like where the ball's been, Grant's been. DeKryfe in the lane is the ball stolen away by Keel. Why not? <laughs> the leading Great defender job. in football does it in basketball. <laughs> Dowling with the forced turnover. Now Ballou on the baseline. Underneath the rig, stolen away by who? DeKryfe. Urbendale running to cry from the front court. One on three. He'll wait for the rest of his team. And now a long three in front of us. Up and no good by Alex McConkey. Rebound Dowling and Keel with it. 15-9, Dowling by six. 2.45 remaining. Second quarter. Ballou with it. Omaha down the left side. Draws the foul on the shot. And he'll shoot two.
5: Attacked that left lane line and blew so long and so strong. He had a step and uh, Watson slid over for Urbindale to try to help out and reached in and got the foul.
1: Watson's second foul. Team foul number nine on Urbendale Dowling with 18 fouls and two free throws coming for Dowling's Omaha Blue, who's one for two on the evening. And the first one is good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by our good friends at RNR Realty Group, Catholic tuition organization. Two Rivers, Glass and Door, and Mercy One. Always like coming to Urbandale, and the voice of the Jayhawks here in the gym, Joe Hammond, does a super job. His son is running the uh, music tonight, and they do a super job. Always enjoyed that coming here, Yeah, Gary.
5: Joe is, is one of the nicest people on the planet, um, just a just a quality, quality individual.
1: You know his kid went to Dowling and graduated there? <laughs> yeah, right yeah. To the yeah. I just wanted to <laughs> kind of point that out to some of the Urbandale staff. Now Dowling in transition, and still well ahead. It tried to feed Keough, and he overthrew everybody. And out of bounds, a turnover, goes over to Urbandale. Just trying to throw that in, but Hammonds are a great, <laughs> you got a good one here. And Joe's start working some of the postseason stuff uh, for, uh, I believe it's the boys he helps yep. with. Uh, they do their webcasting all rounds of the state tournament, and he's been in there doing that. And I think he's doing some of the girls, too, and just yeah. a, a great talent.
5: He does stuff for the uh, Iowa Cubs as well. Yes, he does.
1: I'll text him when I had a game and, you know, just say, are you here tonight? And you'll say, yeah. And then about third inning, he'll start announcing people, and guess who's here. <laughs> he thinks he's Harry yeah. Carey. Yeah. Urbandale with the shot in the lane. Good by McConkey. That's his third point of the night. Really nice back cut there for the finish. Check that they've got him for five on the night. And it's 17 to 11, Dowling by six. Roon's largest lead has been eight. Downing. minute 30 remaining in the half. Go ahead, Gary. No, no, just Dowling really being a little bit more patient here. Urbandale with that uh, zone. They lob it inside to Ballou, left block. Now he's under the basket. His reverse layup, no good. Gets his own rebound. Bodies on the floor, and Watson comes away with the rebound. Good Up job Dale's by well Urbandale. Numbers. Watson and uh, McConkey doing the dirty work. And Ballou keeping that ball alive, but not for the third time. Jayhawks have it. 55 seconds, or 65 seconds remaining in the half. At halftime, we'll be joined by some members of the Dowling Girls basketball team who are a winner tonight, 72-67, in game one of our doubleheader. Now, nice pass from uh, DeKreif underneath, and they work it. And it shot is up and good that time by Dykstra. That's his fourth point. 40 seconds remaining. Dowling by Four. So Urbandale has cut the Dowling eight-point eight lead in half. Keel in the lane, has the ball poked out of bounds. The way Urbandale is working things right now, they're
5: they're spread out a little bit more, and they have their players higher up on the floor to kind of counter the size that Dowling has, and they've been running a lot of back cuts, and they've been able to get good good passes inside for the finish.
1: Out of Urbandale's 13 points, I'll bet uh, half of those or more have been on those back cuts. Yep, And that last one got Dykstra open. On the nice pass that time by DeKreif, Jayhawks stay two-three zone. Dowling inbounds the ball. Thirty seconds remaining. We got an illegal screen called on Omaha Balu. So Dalling with an offensive uh, player control foul. Blue's first foul. They tried to run and quickly reverse the basketball to the
5: right side of the floor. And Blue was trying to set a screen uh, for to open up a
1: shooter and just was moving his feet. And Derek Claussen, the official, doing a good job explaining that to Omaha. He's just a freshman and saying, what did, what did I do? And uh, believe me, he'll take feedback. Good kid, plays with a lot of heart. And Jayhawks now a chance to tie the score at halftime. It's Dowling 16, Urbandale 13 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Knox with it for Urbandale. They're going to hold for the last shot. Possession arrow favors Urbandale.
5: Try to get a two-for-one possession here going into the second Absolutely.
1: half. Absolutely. Sam's with it coming off a ball screen by DeKryfe. Now DeKryfe inside yes. leaves it underneath. A shot partially blocked by Ballou as the half-court shot is no good. McConkie shot partially blocked and we go to halftime with Dowling leading Urbandale 17-13 is what they put up now. They've changed the score. i what the Dowling coaches were talking about. The scoreboard was wrong and they got it fixed. So, 17-13. Dowling with the lead here at halftime alongside Gary Birdwell, Mark Emadale. And Gary, what a first half we saw by both teams. Started out slow. Maroons led 7-3 to at the end of the first quarter, and then it picked up in that uh, second quarter as uh, Dowling and Urbandale played to a 10-10 second quarter.
5: Yeah, both teams uh, Both teams are getting pretty good shots and uh, good spots for each team on the floor. Um, the last couple of times, Urbandale has tried to Again, keep working those back cuts, and uh, they've missed a couple, but they've got a lot of good good looks at the basket.
1: Yes, they certainly have. As uh, we'll go to halftime with uh, Dowling leading 17 13 over the Urbandale boys here in uh, game two of our doubleheader. Dowling girls are winner tonight, 72 67. We'll take a break and come back with our halftime guest, head coach Kristen Meyer of the Dowling girls basketball team, and Brianna Rodriguez will join us here also tonight. We'll be back with more after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
7: Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate cpcustomhomes.com from our family to yours god bless
6: The
0: home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS
1: Adel. The Urbandale Gym, Mark Amidale, Gary Birdwell here at halftime. Dowling leading 17-13 in the boys contest. But joined now by the head girls basketball coach at Dowling, Kristen Meyer. She brought along a guest, Brianna Rodriguez, of the one of the many, Bri- Rodriguez and Keano and McVay clan. And uh, Coach Meyer, thanks for joining us here at halftime. Uh, congratulations on the win. It's been a while. It's been a week since you played, so it's good to get back on the court.
10: Yeah, we're just glad we could play this game tonight after getting it postponed last night. Uh, as you said, we haven't <laughs> played since last Saturday, so... Uh, we're, we're ready to get back out here. We're glad you guys could make it here for tonight's broadcast.
1: Well, I appreciate that, Coach, and uh, what a game it was. Urbandale, a very scrappy team. Just mm-hmm. when you think you can pull away from them, uh, they come back. with Your kids held in there, as I tell them, Coach DeVinney during the uh, contest. All right, here's the fourth quarter again. We, we can't have Johnson and Southeast Polk all over again. You have enough points, but can you play the defense. And certainly you, you toughed it out in that, sec- that fourth quarter as uh, you, you not hung on, but just kind of withstood a very great challenge by Urbandale.
10: Yeah, we got a little bit of a cushion there in the third, and then they just kind of chipped away, chipped away, and, and they made quite a few threes. I think I, I looked at the scorebook, they made 11 total. And so, like I said, <laughs> defensively we struggled a little bit, but made some free throws. Uh, Brianna hit two big ones there at the end. Caitlin made some free throws. We took care of the ball. I told the girls in the locker room after the game that I thought our uh, our offensive like clock management and taking care of the ball at the end of the game was some of the best that we've had. When we've had leads and we didn't panic with the ball, we waited till they fouled us and, and knocked down some free throws.
1: Visit with Kristen Meyer, the Dallin Girls basketball coach. Dallin Girls a winner tonight, 72-67 over Urbandale. They go to 9-2 and two on the season. Coach, at halftime you're up 8. Uh, what was the halftime talk? You had a pretty good first half. Foul trouble plagued you. Uh, plagued the team. Seemed like there was over 20 fouls called in that first half alone. Second half kind of uh, leveled out, but as Steve and I were talking about, they were legitimate fouls, and just maybe having the week off, I don't know, but you adjusted to that in the second half. Talk about what you said to the team at halftime.
10: Yeah, I mean, they were calling a tighter game tonight, and as you said, we didn't adjust very well. We saw they were calling fouls, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit tighter, so then we needed to adjust. Uh, our game plan coming in, especially defensively, was uh, to hold them to a whole lot less than, than uh, 67, uh, but it did look like we hadn't played a game in a while, and we were just I stepped slow a few times on defense, and you got to give them credit—they shot the ball really well yes, they from the three-point line. They had a couple of girls who, you know, we were, we were playing the percentages, and they came out and knocked down some shots. So, um, to their credit, they hit some shots, and we adjusted okay. And I thought defensively, they did a pretty good uh, job as well.
1: Well, you got one of the gym Fee girls to foul out, but you couldn't get the other one. That's—they are a tremendous talent and, yeah. and tough to guard. And I'm no part of you and your coaching staff defense—is how do you defend the gym fees? And oh, by the way, then they have shooters that if you defend them, then they got shooters, and putts had a good night tonight for them.
10: Yeah, and we knew they wanted to come out and shoot threes. I know I just looked, Jada made five of them. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, that's where we need to just guard a little bit tighter. And defensively, they're so long, they kind of clog up the lane, so it makes it a little bit harder offensively to find your shots in the lane. But once we started attacking, and get into the free throw line, then they got in foul trouble. That helped us out.
1: What well, we know about this Rodriguez girl, other than she's related to about half the team. I think there's two or three of them that are you all know, cousins. You know, we're down to up. just
10: two of them uh, no. oh, since oh, uh, all Maddie Allen graduated last that's year. Right, the, the that's right. He a set of three cousins, but uh, <laughs> we'll lose one more this year because she'll head off to play a little Division One softball, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep her for the, the rest of this season. She's going to an Ivy League school. I know. Her
1: grade point average, combi- yours and I's combined, doesn't equal hers, I bet, uh, Coach well, Meyer. Well, you know,
10: uh, it, she'll fit in well there.
1: Brown University, Ivy League. Brianna, welcome to the broadcast. How are you doing?
8: Good, how are you? We're doing
1: great. You want to say hi to anybody that might be going home back to the South Side, like the Keanu family or any others?
8: Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandpa.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Brianna Rodriguez hit the almost game winning shot at Johnston, only to have Johnston come back and win at the buzzer, but you tied the game up over there. Your role as a senior off the team, I know you're a softball player, but I'll tell you what, you can play some basketball, and as Coach said, you knocked down some key free throws tonight at a key time. Mm-hmm. You like that? <laughs> yeah. You do? Talk about the season. What about the senior season in, in basketball, Brianna?
10: Um, you know, it's a special one. It's my last season playing basketball forever, so I want to go out on a high note and just make it a good one with all my seniors and teammates.
1: Six seniors on the on the team this year, I believe. And did, did any of you play youth ball together growing up through the parochial grade system? Were any of you on the same team? Or did you play it against each other?
10: I think most of us played against each other.
1: Uh-huh. Makes it better. <laughs> and then coach has to kind of, hound you know, kind of get you all together and get on the same page. Brianna, mm-hmm. talk about, uh, obviously, the Johnson game was exciting, but mm-hmm. you're going to get them in two weeks. Yep. I think it's about two weeks from yesterday. So that's, that's all down the road. But... Uh, what a year you've had. You went up to Minnesota and uh, won both games in, in Minneapolis and then going to Chicago last Saturday, knocking off one of the top teams out of the Chicago area. Those bus rides are a lot of fun? Uh, yes. They, are they f- are more fun in, on the bus than at practice?
8: That's a tough one. Oh, yeah, because Coach is <laughs> right there, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, what a season you've had. What's, what's your favorite part of the uh, – what's your what's your skill that you bring to? Defense, offense? Special teams what is it Brianna? Uh um, basketball.
10: Whatever coach needs me to do.
1: Wow. That's the right answer, right?
10: Yes. Ding 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 correct.
1: <laughs> All right, coach, you describe Brianna. What is she, what what do you see in her this year uh, as a senior doesn't doesn't start but contributes a lot. What do you see out of Brianna?
10: I think is just one of our all-around players. We can match her up defensively. She's had to guard posts that time. She'll guard guards. Um, she's shooting well for the three-point line. I think she's shooting 50%. She's knocking down free throws. We trust her uh, to handle the ball when we need it, back up as a, you know, Grace or Emma coming in and kind of fill those minutes to, to give those girls a breather and just give us a little, little spark defensively. Always being in the right spot and boxing out. She got that big rebound off the missed free throw. Saw that. And then she got fouled to shoot her free throw. So she had a couple key rebounds tonight taking care of the ball. Um, like she said, she'll just kind of do whatever we we ask of her, and each night it's a little bit different.
1: All right. Well, thank you both for being here at halftime. Brianna, last chance. Uh, I know you already said hi to Grandma and Grandpa. Shout-out to anybody else listening, like Mom and Dad.
8: Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Shout-out to Old Wine.
10: Yep, they're still listening. They were earlier. They were?
1: Well, hopefully they are. Best of luck to you. It's, uh, what, Ankeny and Ames next yep. week. Best of luck.
10: All right, thank you very
1: much. All right, Coach Christian Meyer and Brianna Rodriguez join us here at halftime. Thank you both as we get the chairs back for the uh, second half, and we'll take a one-minute break and return. It's Dowling leading Urbandale 17-13 over the uh, Urbandale Jayhawks here at halftime in the boys' contest. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls improved their record to 9-2, and with a 72-67 win over Urbandale. And we we'll back after these messages for the start of the second half of the boys game here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
0: Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center To the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children With more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area Find a convenient Mercy One location near you Online at mercydesmoines.org
1: Welcome back to the Urbandale. Gym. underway here in the second half, and Kyle Watson sco- shoots and scores, and he is shaken up as he came down on, like, his right ankle there as Urbandale scores to start the uh, third quarter. Dowling 17, Urbandale 15, but Watson down with the rolled ankle here, Gary.
5: Yeah, he had a nice drive to the basket there inside, and it looks like he just came down on a Dowling player's foot and rolled his
1: right ankle. So Cal with his first bucket of the night, and he's uh, being attended right. to by the Urbandale trainer and head coach uh, John Smits and being escorted to the uh, Urbandale bench, which is to our right.
5: Dowling bringing the ball from right to left on your radio. I've always yeah. wanted to say that, Mark. I apologize. You just did.
1: Maroon's <laughs> a switch baskets. Dowling going towards the south basket here at the uh, South Gym here at Urbandale High School.
5: Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty geographically correct here in Urbendale. For now.
1: <laughs> Here's Daniel for three, top of the key. Good. Drew Daniel with his second to me in Suns three-pointer of the evening. He's got six points.
5: Really nice high release from the 6-6 six, six player.
1: And and the now a turnover by the Jayhawks as Urbendale comes down. The runs lead by five. Here's Stilwell with it. Matt trying to make something happen. Gets it to Riedel in the corner to Straco. Joe in the lane, jump stops, a shot up, and good. Rolls to the rim, and he's scoring before the fourth quarter is Joe. He has his first two points. 22-15. Dowling with the lead over the Jayhawks. Maroon's largest lead in the first half was eight points. Dowling jumps back to -to man-to-man. And the Jayhawks running their man offense. With it is Drew Dykstra. along with DeKreif. And... Chance Chance Knox. Knox, And McConkey. And McConkey replaced, uh, I think, Watts. One of them replaced Watts and he went out with that ankle injury. Hopefully he'll return with the basketball. Sam's on the left side, guarded by Strockel. The defense by the Maroons. Now, a three pointer by DeKreif. No good off the mark on the right side. Fight for the rebound. Coming away with it is McConkey. And he throws it away in the hands of Daniel. Drew with it. Dribbles in the front court for Dowling. McConkey
5: got a little impatient there.
1: Now, here is a three pointer by. Riedel, it's no good. Rebound Dowling, or rather around Urbandale and McConkie. On the lane, and an uncontested layup. Good by Dylan Sams who got loose there. Really good job. He's
5: left-handed, shifted hands in midair and finished with his right hand.
1: 17, Dowling by five. The Maroons have won seven in a row after their opening loss to Iowa City West. Urbandale yeah. comes in, losing two of their last three games. They won last Saturday over Council Bluffs. Jefferson, had the week off, now a turnover on the Maroons. Yeah, Drew Daniel was making a back cut right there.
5: And uh, Ryan Riggs just ri- misread the defender and, and threw it out of bounds.
1: Yo, so, Urban will inbound the basketball as try to get some first half numbers by both teams here in a moment. We get a, a break. 22-17, Dowling by five. Jayhawks with it. Here's Dykstra. On the left wing, three-point line extended. to the right side here. to, to McConkie, guarded by Riggs. Dribbles baseline and dri- travels with the basketball. Riggs cut him off, and I thought uh, Alex was going to launch the shot or pass it, and he traveled. Yeah, that was a nice job. Urbaniel ran a little bit of an isolation
5: from McConkie at the right elbow, and uh, dribbled got a little bit too deep.
1: So Dowling with the basketball. Underneath the Riggs, he's triple-teamed, a shot no good, gets his own rebound, puts it back, no good. Rebound out of there by McConkey. Good defense by the Jayhawks. They triple-teamed him, and the Riggs couldn't get either shot the fall. Herbindale the other way. Substitution's coming in at the next dead ball. Jayhawks swing the ball, four out, one in. McConkey setting the ball screen on the right elbow, and now launching a three, top of the key is Knox. It's no good, rebound still well. Not sure if that's a shooter that Coach Smith wants there. And how about Stillwell spin moving a lane right around DeCryf? It's good. DeCryf took away the middle and he just made a spin
5: dribble and finished nicely.
1: Stillwell with his fourth point. It's 24 17, dowling by seven. Four and a half minutes remaining, third quarter. Urbandale with the basketball. Not a bad crowd here. on... A Saturday night of high school makeup basketball. This team was this game was scheduled for last night and they're playing it tonight. Nobody else, the CIML playing. Ball loose on the floor as Sands loses it, and the ball goes out of bounds It'll be Dowling basketball. As Blue and Lynch check in for Dowling, checking in for Urbandale will be Matt Brockway. Checking out for the Jayhawks will be McConkie. And checking out for Dowling will be Riedel and Riggs. Yeah, you said it's
5: an off night for the CIML. It's a who's who for coaching.
1: Yeah, it is. Other coaches staying in and watching the game. There's a lot of them here scouting. (laughs) Guy to our left shoulder, Bob Fontana, who I spent 10 years with at Carlisle. He's now the Centennial head coach up here taking notes. Yeah, he'll see both these teams later. Now Strackel on the baseline. Can't get the shot to fall. Kicks it out to Daniel for three, and it's good. Drew. With his fourth or third three of the night, that's his
5: second one here in the third quarter. Just a really nice high release. Gets good rotation on the basketball. Believe it
1: or not, he was held to two points against Hoover on Tuesday night. And we got a full time out. We'll take one ourselves. Three thirty-three remaining third quarter. Dowling twenty-seven, Urbendale seventeen. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
7: Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass & Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass & Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass & Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group
9: is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985. Solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust.
1: And we're back here at the Urbandale Gym. Three and a half minutes remaining. Third quarter, Dowling by 10, their largest lead of the night. 27-17 over Urbandale. Mark Amidale and Gary Birdwell here on Iowa Catholic Radio bringing you the boys game. Dowling girls a winner tonight, 72-67. Urbandale with the ball. A nice back cut and a pass inside to Dylan Sams. The shot is good. Sams with his six point. That was a nice uh, job by the Urbandale offense, uh, uh, Gary, as they went against Dowling's defense, and they just worked for the right shot, and they got it.
5: Yeah, they were really patient there, doing a good job, moving the basketball without dribbling
1: and uh, ended up with a really high-quality, high-percentage shot. Here's Stillwell with it for Dowling as the Maroons on their offensive end. Omaha Ballou dribbles baseline. Lose the ball out of bounds, and good defense that time. Actually helped defense by Chance Knox, who forced the turnover off Omaha. Yeah,
5: Ballou had uh, Daniels there in the right corner for another three, looking to get his third three of the quarter there.
1: Jayhawks with the basketball in the front court is Dykstra. And they work the left side. Dykstra trying to do a little two-man game with the Kreif. Dowling kind through. of defends that. Through. And now they work it inside. Shot the left good. hand. No go good go by go McConkey. Go Rebound Dowling. Irvinale went back into their continuous ball screen offense there and got a good pick and roll. Now three-pointer by Stillwell. Up and good. Matt Stillwell with his fourth three-pointer of the season. That's another To Me and Sons three-pointer. Stillwell with seven points. To Me and Sons at. 1501, Southeast First Street Des Moines, 515 282 7976. Not too late to order takeout tonight. And a three-pointer up and good by DeCryph. Yeah, decryfe got a good feed from Chance Knox on the uh, top of the key there and knocked down the three. Grant DeCryph with his 12th three of the season, dialing with the ball. Keel underneath the lynch is shot up and good. The basket will count. And a rare and one for Andrew Lynch, and he will go to the free throw line. And Jerry Bohe is going to let us know who the foul is on. It's on Urbandale's Dylan Sams, his third. Yeah,
5: Lynch was in a nice position there. Er, Dowling got a great drive off the baseline, and Lynch kind of filled in through where Urbandale's defense had tried to step over and help out and uh, got
1: a nice finish there right in front of the rim. So Lynch at the free throw line. Dowling by 10, 32-22, a minute 40 remaining. And the free throw is good. So Andrew will... Complete the traditional three-point play, and he'll be replaced in the Dowling lineup by Ryan Riggs. Riggs enters the contest. Seven points in the first half. Omaha Ballou with five points in the first half. Two points for Matt Stillwell and three points for Drew Daniel in that first half for Dowling. We'll go to the Urbandales points. They were led by McConkey with five points in the first half. Four points for Dykstra, three points for Knox, two points for Sams, and one point for DeKreif. Those were all at halftime.
5: Urbandale has inside now. Kai Black, he's a 6'3 freshman. Uh, the only freshman on the on the squad for the Jayhawks
1: here. Jayhawks keeping the ball on the perimeter. You mentioned Black. He's averaging two points when he does get in, and now they work it inside to Knox, and the ball goes out of bounds. They'll give it to Urbandale underneath their own basket with 58 seconds remaining in the third quarter.
5: Urbandale showing really good patience with the basketball, working the ball from side to side, trying to get a good look here. Like Zally
1: may zone this. Uh, maybe not. Nope. They're going to stay man-to-man out of the inbounds play. Urbandale gets the ball out. And a long three by DeKreif. Up and in and out. No good. Rebound Stillwell and Dowling. Stillwell will bring it across the timeline. It's Stillwell, Michael Keel, Omaha Balu, Ryan Riggs, and Drew Daniel, the five on the floor for Dowling against Urbandale's Man-to-man defense on the baseline. Shot up and good by Stillwell. His body's hit the floor, and I think uh, Sam's tried to draw the charge.
5: Yeah, stillwell has got a lot of strength there and did a nice job of finishing
1: right at the rim. He's got seven of his nine points here in the third quarter. 20 seconds remaining, Dowling by 13. 35-22. Coming off a ball screen. There's Sam's, and that's broken up by Keo. Who else? And we've got oh a jump God. ball called, and who else but Michael Keo, the All-State <laughs> <laughs> linebacker, the MVP of the state title game, <laughs> creates havoc there. Yeah. Why would you run anything <laughs> through him?
5: <laughs> I tell you, you know, the other thing that was really neat about that is right at the middle of the jump circle in the middle of the floor, you had about four or five athletes there
1: just working hard for the basketball. That's, that's a lot of fun to see. All right, Dowling with the ball on the alternate possession arrow. And Now we've got carrying the basketball on Stillwell, and yeah, Matt kind of got underneath it and pitched it. And Now we got a uh, debris on the floor. Hopefully, they'll take care of that. And they did. Somebody lost okay. their toy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Always stinks when that happens. Jerry Bohey picks it up and hands it to the mom. <laughs> that was five rows up. He tossed it. He tossed it a mile. That's a good arm. Two seconds remaining, and three-point shot by Dykstra at the horn. No good for the Jayhawks, and we go, we've go. we come to the end of the third quarter here at the Urbandale Gym with the score. Dowling 35, Urbandale 22, along with Gary Birdwell. I'm Mark Imadale. back with the fourth quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Tamiya & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tami & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya & Sons is located on Southeast First Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, TamiyaAndSons.net.
7: The home and away voice of
0: Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adele
1: And we're back here at the Urbandale Gym. Mark Amidale, Gary Birdwell underway in the fourth quarter, 35-22. Dowling boys with the lead. And now a long three, no good by the Jayhawks. Drew Dykstra, ball loose on the floor and picked up by Dowling transition. They get it to Stillwell to Strocko. Stillwell Strocko along with Drew Daniel, Ryan Riggs, and Matt Riedel, the five and the floor for Dowling. That's all five who were starters in the contest for the Maroons. Strocko picks up his dribble at the left elbow. Gives it to Stillwell on the baseline. Over to Riedel for three. Good! Oh, great ball move at that time by the Maroons, and Riedel knocks down a Tumian Suns three-pointer. That's his third of the half. That's really good. Nice shot. And it's 38-22, Dowling, by 16 over the Jayhawks. Urbandale in the front court.
5: Urbandale usually shoots about 45% from the field, and uh, they're not really getting a lot of, they're getting some good clean looks. The ball's just not falling for them tonight.
1: 32nd timeout called by Urbandale and head coach John Smith. That last three-pointer was by Matt Riedel. That's his first three of the night, as Drew Daniel has nine points. Daniel and Riedel, you're you were confusing. That's no problem. Not a problem at all. 38-22 Maroons as Jayhawks call a timeout. Up next for Urbandale, next week they'll go back to the Tuesday-Friday routine as we'll uh, dial Jayhawks Jayhawks travel to Ames on Tuesday night for a girls and boys doubleheader and then home next Friday, and that's why Coach Fontana is here uh-huh. as uh, the Urbandale boys take on fifth-ranked Ankeny Centennial. Coach Fontana and Bobby Sanquist, the assistant coach, uh, at uh, Ankeny Centennial, longtime coach of Johnson, those dynamic duels oh, going man. at each other. Oh my goodness! Yeah,
5: yeah, those are two great quality <laughs> coaches, great people, uh, always bring get the best
1: out of the talent that they have. All right, Urban out of the timeout and in a steal, bad pass that time by Sam, stolen away by Dowling underneath, and oh, he lost it, going <laughs> lost up. It going up. Rito wanted to slam it through and he lost the ball, and <laughs> Urban found it, knocks with it, and his long pass is knocked out of bounds by or tipped out of bounds by DeKreif, Dowling basketball. Yeah, Knox trying to make the cross-court pass there, about three-quarters of the court, and uh, just sailed
5: over the top of DeKreif's head.
1: So Dowling with the basketball. Straco will dribble it in the front court. Dribble handoff to Riedel. Working a little clock here. Irvingdale stays man-to-man. Dowling playing catch on the left side. Two-man game between Riggs and Stillwell. Dowling doesn't have to really get a shot here.
5: They Just can afford to be patient for it.
1: A charging foul called on Stillwell. He kept it one, dribbled too much, and drawing the charge. Drew Dykstra of Urbandale. How about that? Stillwell with the second foul. And Dykstra is a really talented sophomore uh, from Urbandale. Does a
5: lot of really good things. and A lot of those incidentals that, that, that coaches always talk about.
1: 38-22. The score remains. Dowling with the lead over Urbandale. If you join the slate, Dowling Girls. Improving their record this year to nine and two with the 72-67 win in Game One of our doubleheader. Now we got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. That'll be on Stillwell, his third for as many team fouls as
5: we had in the first half. That's only the third total foul being called in the second half so far. So
1: <laughs> be careful. We got <laughs> under six minutes remaining, and I see that on the board. Jayhawks with one team foul, Dowling with two, and that could change in an instant. Yeah, I be careful what you wish for. Right? That's right. All right, McConkey gets the inbounds pass, leaves it for Knox for three, top of the key, good. Chance Knox knocks it down for Urbandale, and he's got six points. Urbandale with some full-court pressure here. As Dowling breaks the press, Strackel in the front court with help from Drew Daniel. Strackel picks up his dribble, gives it to Riggs between the circles. Urbandale stays man-to-man. Here's Riedel with it, dribbles the free-throw line, and a reach in foul called on <laughs> Urbandale. And the way Sands reacted, I think he was the man that got the foul, and he was. Dylan Sands picks up his fourth foul.
5: Now, I was saying earlier that, you know, Dowling can afford with a 13-point with a lead here with five and a half minutes left in the game. They can afford to be patient and uh, really work for good shots. They don't have to be in a rush here.
1: That's true, and they're trying not to be, and now Riggs gets a nice inbounds pass from Stroko to Riggs, and Ryan scores his ninth point. 40-25, to 25, Dowling by 15. Three-pointer, good again. Chance Knox starting to feel it for Urbandale. Knox, a 6'2 senior, didn't get the start, but he's finishing well. Uh, Chance Knox is a really, really good shooter, can light the board up in a hurry if given the opportunity. All right, Stroko and Riggs play a little two-man game. Corner three, no good by Riedel for Dowling. Rebound cleared out of there by Urbandale and McConkey. Outlet pass goes to Sam's. Another three-pointer. It's short this time by the Jayhawks, Drew Dykstra, out of bounds to Dowling. Drew Dykstra
5: liked the way that those last two three-point shots had gone down for Chance Knox and decided to try his (laughs) bid for it there.
1: Hey, why not get involved? Unfortunately, missed everything, out of (laughs) bounds to Dowling. Full-court pressure by Urbandale, nearly knocked away by Dykstra. Gotten stepped in front of the passing lane intended for Joe Straco. Urbandale playing a man-to-man
5: full-court press, trying to pick up the pace a little bit here and uh, force the issue a little bit on Dowling, trying to get Dowling to make some mistakes and, and trying to get a conversion here.
1: Riedel will check out of the Dowling lineup. Omaha Ballou checking in. Free throws tonight. Dowling four out of five from the line as a team. Urbandale three out of six as a team going into the fourth quarter, and we have yet to see a free throw here in the fourth quarter. Full court pressure by Urbandale. Dowling gets to Drew Daniel in the front court. Strackel and... Stillwell, the two guards for the Maroons. Ballou and Drew Daniel, the forwards, and Ryan Riggs at center. The five and the four for Dowling right now. Here's Strockel. Stops the f- at the right elbow. Leave for Stillwell on the baseline. And his shot up and good. He went around yeah. two defenders. Went around Sam's and Knox to make the basket. That was a really nice move. Really nice attack of the basket there. 11 points for Matt Stillwell to lead Dowling. Ryan Riggs with nine points. 42-28. This is almost an identical score of Tuesday night's Dowling oh. win over Hoover. Low scoring, defensive-minded. And that was a non-division game in the CIML. This is a division game. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, Stilwell
5: showed really good patience with the basketball as he attacked. Had two defenders rotate over him, and he didn't panic. And that's a really good trait for a basketball player to have.
1: Fouls on Ryan Riggs after that shot was no good. I thought it hit the... Uh, Basket support, but they called a foul on Riggs. Out of bounds to Urbandale. It's a third team foul on Dowling. Two on Urbandale. Long three coming. It's no good by the Jayhawks. Drew Dykstra rebounded by Stilwell. He took a shot there and a whistle and a foul on Urbandale.
5: Dykstra's three-point shot there. He didn't really have his feet well underneath him and was kind of leaning back on the shot,
1: and that's tough to, to get it and push the ball 20 feet there. Grant DeKreif picks up the foul, his first. Team foul number three on the Jayhawks. Dowling also with three fouls, 3:35 remaining, fourth quarter. Dowling boys leading 42-28 over Urban Dale. trying to go, trying for the doubleheader road sweep.
5: Be nice for Dowling to try and get something inside here.
1: There's a blue in the lane and leads with a shoulder, and an offensive foul. That's a great call because Omaha ducked his elbow, or ducked his shoulder. Urbandale defender was somewhat moving, but he initiated contact. Offensive foul on Omaha Baloo. Great defense by Urbandale.
5: Yeah, yeah. Baloo's trying to make something happen there and just got his shoulder into the defender.
1: 42-28 Maroons. Urbandale with the basketball in the front court. Driving baseline at Sands, and he draws a foul on Straco. On Joe, that'll be his second. Team foul number four on Dowling. Urbandale's got to try and look to get some good
5: no, they don't have to really rush shots, but look to get some good quality shots early in their offensive sets here.
1: Jayhawks inbound the ball, and that's Sam's with it, guarded by Ballou, and it goes out of bounds. And they say it either went off of Straco or Ballou. Boy, there was a scrum right when he threw it in. Yeah.
5: yeah, Sam's never really got a handle on the basketball and then extra hands in on defense, and it went off of Dowling
1: uh, to be Urban Dill's ball. Jayhawks inbound it to Knox. Top of the key it goes to Dykstra. They sp- switch it or swing it to the left side over to Sam's. Now right side it goes on the wing to DeKreif. He looks inside. Posting up is Kai Black, as you mentioned earlier, the freshman, who's playing a little bit of the post position for Urbandale. Working inside, shot up, off the back iron, bounces around, no good. Rebound Riggs, and he's double-teamed. Outlet pass finally to Straco. Down court to Stilwell, and he steps on, or dribbles on, the sideline. And it'll be turnover back over to... Urbandale. That's
5: just court awareness. Still has got to know where he's at on the floor in terms of transition and was just a little bit
1: too wide over on the right side of the floor. All right. Grayson Smith checks in for Urbandale. Six foot sophomore in the lineup. He wears number 14 for head coach John Smith. No relation. <laughs> got to <gotta> preface that. <laughs> Dallin's got the same issue with uh, the Daniels. Drew and Simon. All right, here's Stillwell with it. It's Urband- the Riggs. They break the press. Two and a half minutes remaining. Dowling 42, Urbandale 28. Dowling Urbandale playing keep away.
5: Yeah, sorry. Urbandale's extending their pressure a little bit with Dowling trying to
1: keep the ball away from him at this point of the game. Still well with it, and we've got a timeout, Dowling. So with 2.15 remaining, this will be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. 2.15 remaining. Fourth quarter, it's Dowling 42, Urbandale 28 here in this boys. CIML k- matchup back in one minute
4: online at
3: ashworthvision.com.
4: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future.
1: And we're back here at the Urbindale Gym. Mark Amadale, Gary's Birdwell, and we've got whose ball? Dowling's basketball. Trying to think when the timeout was called. It was called by Coach O'Connor. Maroon's trying to play keep away here, Gary.
5: Yeah, uh, Coach O'Connor, I think, wanted to calm his guys down,
1: let them know about the pressure. Wow. Nice dunk. And did they ever. They work it inside the rings, and he slams it home. Riggs now with 11 points. He equals well for the team high. A long three by Urbandale the other way. No good by DeKreif, and a loose ball foul called on the Jayhawks on Dylan. On that last not last basket by Riggs, I think he
5: went up and lost it halfway up but still was able to dunk it with his left hand.
1: Well, that's kind of been contagious because uh, it started last uh, on Tuesday's game at Hoover. Ballou lost a couple, and then uh, I think it was uh, Riedel lost one. And it didn't end up being dunks. And now it's, it's the slippery ball syndrome, you know, <laughs> trying to, to dunk it. And Riggs got one off there. Now Stillwell down the lane. His layup is good. She went right around Sam's, and nobody came and helped. You got a minute and 38 now. Uh, Dowling extends their lead to 18. And Stillwell with 13 points to lead Dowling. Riggs with 11. Minute and a half, as you said, Coach. Urbandale in a hurry. Got to find and see if Knox is. He won't shoot the three. Takes it down the lane, and shot is blocked out of bounds, but a foul on Dowling, I believe. Yeah, uh, Chance Knox got
5: the ball on the right lane line, had a nice shot fake, and really attacked the basket well. You know, when that happens, it doesn't really matter if they block their shot. If you get the foul, that's that's all
1: the, all the better. Right. Knox will go to the line for Urbandale. He'll get two shots. Foul. Two shots. The foul is on Drew Daniel. The first one is good by Knox. Knox. He's shooting 38% from the free throw line right now. Yeah, that's his 12th point. He's just five of eighteen going before tonight's game, and now he's two out of three on this on the night. Remember, he didn't get the start, but he's getting the finish here. Second one on the way. Good. He's three out of four tonight and yeah. 13 points. Chance
5: is a good quality shooter. He's got a really nice touch on the basketball.
1: Full court pressure by Urbendale. Daniel throws it into Straco to Stilwell, back to Daniel. Maroon's break the press. Minute 15 remaining, and Dowling by 16. His largest lead, I believe, was 18 at one point. Now they work underneath the Ballou. His reverse layup is up and good. The basket will count and the foul on, I believe, Dykstra of Urbandale. What a move by Omaha Ballou. Yeah, I, th- I think
5: Stilwell was trying to give him an alley-oop there, and uh, Ballou was cut off but did a really nice job of, Finishing on a reverse move with his right hand off the glass and dropped in, and the opportunity to convert to a three-point play.
1: And correction, the foul was on Sams of Verberdale, and that's his fifth. So he fouls out with a minute six remaining with six points. Dylan Sams, 5'10", junior, for the Jayhawks. Free throw, no good by Ballou. He can't convert the traditional three-point play. He has seven points tonight. 48-30, Dowling by 18. Corner three, no good by Dykstra. Weak side rebound, out of bounds, I believe, Urbandale. Yep. As Strickle couldn't hold the errant shot. Jayhawks will Wars, run an inbounds play here, Gary.
5: Yeah, that was a little bit of a too quick of a shot by Dykstra.
1: Trying to get something going for Urbandale. Jay get the ball inbounds to Kai Black. Now Black loses it, now Baloo picks it up. One freshman to another. Omaha now with it. Omaha does a nice job of getting himself and the team under control right there for Dowling. Bodies hit the floor off <laughs> away from the ball, and Omaha is sitting there dribbling it. Now he finally found a guard, and that was Strocko. Here's Riggs with it between the circles. 35 seconds remaining. And a whistle and a foul at half court on Schmitz. Grayson Schmitz with the foul, his first. Six-foot sophomore for head coach John Schmitz. No relation. <laughs> Yeah, Urbandale's got one more foul to give before uh, Dowling going to be shooting the one and one bonus here. 32 seconds remaining. Yeah, you're right. Now you got. Now you need to. You want him to send him to the line, and you're just taking time off the clock. We'll lose. Pass goes to Strzokko cross court. That thing had ice on it when it came down. My yeah. goodness. <laughs> it was a little bit up there. That's where you got to be careful, because balls have a tendency to come this way. We are a <laughs> magnet. Yeah, yeah. Save yourself and the equipment, is what I always say. <laughs> well, this Maroon. is pretty high-tech stuff. I'm not letting anything happen to it. So. <laughs> and the Maroons are going to dribble this out. Final 10 seconds, 48-30. Looks like it's going to be our final as Strockel dribbling right in front of us. Dowling will win its A straight with the win over the Urbandale Jayhawks. Final score, 48-30. Dowling with the win over Urbandale here, Gary Birdwell. What a night it was for the maroons and uh one good thing they were able to get this in now this guy coach how you doing you, you sent me a te- how do you know how well he did you <laughs> weren't even listening yeah that's what i thought he just he weighs it off these football coaches yeah. but yeah
5: no you know um i think that tonight that dowling's height really bothered urbandale uh, urbandale will get good penetration on ball movement but when they got inside, the height of Dowling really caused Urbandale to adjust their shots or rush him inside. Um, but Urbandale got a lot of good looks at the basket. They, they just did. couldn't get shots to fall tonight.
1: And one thing we, we were miss, uh, Cal Watson got the first points of the second half for Urbandale, and as he scored, he rolled his ankle yeah. and did not return in the second half. That could have been a big factor. We won't know until the next time they play, but that could have been a big factor here in the second half. And there he is hopping off the court, get some ice on that young man.
5: Yeah, uh, I saw Cal come out a little while. He's stand up, was moving around a little bit, walking pretty gingerly. And uh, that that and was Brockway. Irma- yeah, Urbandale, yeah. Another, another one of their post players, Matt Brockway, uh, just hopped past us as well. So a lot of ice going on in the Jayhawk I locker I guess room. so.
1: Hope they don't run out of ice. You don't want to do that. If, if you do, there's plenty outside you can <laughs> make
5: some snow. Oh, yeah. yeah. That used to be the big thing, get a bucket <laughs> of snow and stick your foot
1: in it. That's so. right. Well, Dalling outscoring Urbandale 13-8 in the fourth quarter. To win it by the score of 48 to 30, we'll take a break and come back with our post game show. Mark Amadale, along with Gary Birdwell, I want to thank uh, Jeff Pickett, our studio producer. Back with our post game show from the Urbandale Gym, the final Dowling 48, Urbandale 30, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you,
7: Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve support- you. Quality craftsmanship paired with our dedication to creativity result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction professionals. Design, build, renovate. cpcustomhomes.com From our family to yours, God bless.
1: Welcome back to the Urbandale Gym. Mark Amadale, Gary Birdwell here in game two of our girls and boys doubleheader. And Dowling with the win, 48-30 over Urbendale. Dowling boys now 8-1 and on the season. They've won eight straight since their opening uh, night loss to the were one-ranked Iowa City West uh, Trojans back in Iowa City, back in November of all times. But Dowling's put on runoff eight in a row. Urbandale now falls to 5-4 and four on the season. They're 0-4 in Central Conference play as uh, Jayhawks now have uh, lost three of their last four games, Jayhawks did win last Saturday over Council Bluffs Jefferson 69-40. Urbana will play at Ames on Tuesday night, and then a week, uh, well, next Friday they will be p- hosting number five Ankeny Centennial in a girls and boys doubleheader for Dowling. The Maroons are uh, home to Ankeny and Ames next week, and we'll have both games in Iowa Catholic Radio. And the following week, they're home to Waukee and Johnson. So, how about that for CI, do, do you miss that stuff? Prepping for uh, the Ankeny's, the Ames, the Walkies, and John. Coach Birdwell, and either girls or boys play because you coach both teams here at Irwindale.
5: Yeah, no, I don't miss the late nights and watching film and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> the the one thing that I miss the most is is the special relationship you get to have with the players and um, getting a chance, you know, week in and week out, and and night in and night out, and just getting a chance to to talk to the other coaches in the league. They're just some, some great people around uh, in the CIML that are leading the young people in this in this great game of basketball, and um, luckily I've been able to keep up a good relationship with, with 99.9% of everybody, and, uh, um, you know, it's a lot easier. Now, now they like me and stuff like that. So.
1: That's because you're not on the bench <laughs> coaching against us, you know. That's... That that's uh that's one of the the major things is uh you're no longer uh, coaching against us so yeah we love you we love you <laughs> well
5: yeah I don't know how much of a threat I ever was but uh, it uh, you know. they were wars <laughs>
1: Mayhass and I and Labonia came against your sophomore group here uh, coaching under Bjorklund it was a war every time we always faced each other twice yeah. a year yeah but it, and it was always fun though that oh, that level of, of
5: competition is so much fun uh, and you know you just got. You got teams and coaches that are just working their tails off to do the best job that they possibly can, and it was so much fun, so much fun. You just can't... You can't simulate that no matter what you do. No, you
1: can't. And uh, you, you continue that. Uh, those, are, those are lifelong memories. I know I yes. have them. <laughs> yeah,
5: totally, totally. It's, uh, it, you know, and it's so much fun to then to get to see you or, or some of the other coaches around the league then if you see them out on the town or, or you see them at games and just having a chance to say hi and reminisce about you know, games and you, know, you remember this night and you remember that exactly. night. And it's, 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 it's great.
1: All right, let's, take, let's run down scoring before we take our final break. Uh, for Dowling, the Maroons had two players in double figures tonight. Dowling boys were led by Matt Stilwell's 13 points, followed by Ryan Riggs with 11 points. Drew Daniel with three to Me and Sons three-pointers. He had nine points on the evening for the Maroons. Omaha Ballou off the bench with seven points and uh, three points each for Matt Riedel and for Andrew Lynch and two points for Joe Strocko to lead Dowling. The Maroons went four of six at the free throw line tonight. For Urbandale, they had one player in double figures, and that was Chance Knox, who did not get the start tonight, but he ended up finishing the game. Knox hit uh, a pair of three-pointers in the fourth quarter and one two-point basket in the first half. He finishes with 13 points to lead Urbandale, followed by Dylan Sams with six points, who fouled out with... Uh, 56 seconds, or 66 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Sam's with six points. Five points for Alex McConkey, and four points each for Drew Dykstra and for Grant DeKreif. And then Cal Watson got his only basket in the third quarter. The first basket of the second half had rolled his ankle, did not return. And we find out Matt Brockway also had an, an injured ankle. So uh, injuries for Urbandale. Jayhawks went, ended up 5 of 8 from the free throw line tonight, Gary.
5: Yeah, and uh, for Urbandale, you know, to have uh, Watson and Brockway, both two good post presents for Urbandale to have those two get injured in this game did not help Urbandale's cause that way uh, in trying to deal with the size advantage that Dowling had in this game.
1: Yeah, that's, that's certainly true, and now uh, we'll go back to quarter scores. Uh, Dowling outscored Urbandale in the first quarter, 7-3. to three. What are we playing, football? 7-3. <laughs> to three. Yeah, who had the field goal? <laughs> yeah, Urbandale. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then both teams played to a 10-10 tie in the second quarter, but Dowling goes into halftime leading 17-13. Fourth quarter, Bruins outscore Urbandale 18-9. Dowling had a 35-22 lead going into the fourth quarter. And the maroons outscore Urbandale 13 eight in the fourth quarter and win it 48 to 30 over the Jayhawks. Again, Dowling improves to eight and one of the season. Urbindale falls to five and four in boys play. Dowling girls improved to nine and two this season as they defeated Urbindale in game one, 72 67. Along with Gary Birdwell, Mark Hamadale back for final thoughts after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Tamiya & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tamiya & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, TamiyaAndSons.net. Welcome back to the post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale, Gary Birdwell, tonight here sitting in with me and enduring all that I do. Uh, you, you got the uh, you got you got uh, Swain needed a night off from me, and then we uh, I called you and you accepted. That was that was led to your demise on a Saturday night. know, <laughs> this is a lot of
5: fun. <laughs> Had a great time. Uh... It's really easy working when you're working with a professional like yourself. I don't know
1: about that, but well, uh, I, pre- I do. I appreciate I do. you answering the bell. And you mentioned, you know, you've been kind of going to some games since you're now retired from the girls' basketball mm-hmm. program here at Irwindale. And uh, when you know, when, when Brad uh, was the boys' coach here. You became the girls' coach here at Irwindale. But Brad left, and you know, you're, now we find out you're just coaching assistant boys' coach. Boys track coach here at I said, you're out watching games, and why not bring you aboard? <laughs>
5: no, it was huh? great. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, it was a chance to see the game from a different angle uh and uh you know to watch two quality programs go at each other and it was this this
1: evening was a lot of fun i i I won't forget this for a long time (laughs) well i got you on speed dial so if uh swaim and these appraisers here in central (laughs) iowa they seem to like going to sunny places in the winter so i'll keep that in mind (laughs) that sounds great my wife lets me it's okay well and and i appreciate katie katie uh, yes uh, letting you out of the house tonight with uh, your two daughters i'm sure you could be been home being dad, and uh, you do that, do a great job of that. And uh, I remember I seen seeing you at one of the daddy-daughter dances right over across the parking lot yeah, here at Urbandale yeah. Community with, Center with, with my, your daughter. With when, my youngest, Josie, when who's, I was, a, who's a sophomore here at Urbandale. I'll be darned. Sophomore? Yeah. I've she got, was probably, you know, not yeah. too much older than my daughter at the time. My yeah,
5: goodness, how yeah. time flies. I've got a sophomore at Urbandale here and a, uh, a freshman, Emma. Uh, Emma is a freshman at uh, UNI. My goodness. Congratulations there, Dad.
1: (laughs) Atta boy. It's mostly her mother, I can tell you that. (laughs) Well, Gary, I appreciate all you do, not only teaching kids, and I know we've been on both sides of the fence, coaching against each other, but what you do for kids and still doing for kids in the classroom. You're, you teach what what here in the classroom? I teach the social sciences here at Urbandale. I teach uh, freshman
5: AP human geography, and I have juniors uh, for American history and then uh,
1: a section of government for seniors. One of my favorite classes I took in high school was history, and okay. uh, that is uh, still to this day. So you're the man leading the charge here at Urbandale. <laughs> and, uh, now, you've got to meet with some of the boys for Urbandale, about going off track, right? We we talked about that during the broadcast. Oh,
5: yeah, yeah. i got to try and encourage a lot of them. We've got a, a good program. We're going to have a new head coach at Urbandale this, this spring in Lee Hammeran, who's been the uh, boys' cross-country coach as well. Um, Tim Tabrink has gone from uh, the head track coach at Urbandale and is now the head football coach up at
1: North Polk. Oh, that's um, right. I forgot yeah. about that. I Indeed. remember uh, Sam telling me that you're – football coach Sam Anderson saying yes. that he left. I said what? Yeah he went to North Polk. That's awesome. Yeah. Good Tim, for him.
5: Coach Debrink will do
1: a great job up in North Polk. There that's a that's a great school for him. All right. Well Gary, thank you again. I'm sure we'll be back together again in that's, some maybe on the girls side. That sounds great. Coach I'd love Meyer. It. Coach Meyer saw you at halftime. It's like what? <laughs> you know, I, I forgot to run the personnel changes around the Co- or, around or from the Dallin coach. I didn't run it by him. And then Coach Wilson gives you an, a, a nice text to me. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out, how did he listen uh, Coach and know Wilson, that you were doing a good job? It, it's amazing. I think
5: Coach Wilson does everything for Dowling, and he probably
1: <laughs> was listening somehow or another. Who knows? He's over there sitting in the chair talking to one of your Dale administrators <laughs> having a quasi-administrator's meeting. You know exactly, how that is. Exactly, exactly. All right, Gary. Well, thank you. I'm going to close with this. but. uh Thanks again, and uh, best of luck to you, yeah, and we'll see you down the road, I'm sure. Okay, thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate it. Gary Birdwell, my broadcast partner tonight, and that'll wrap it up from the Urbandale Gym. Our thanks to all the folks here at Urbandale, including Athletic Director Billy Watson his staff, Andy Hoverson, Andrew Olson. We thank them for all they do, helping us get up, get set up. Kenton Tunnell, the girls' coach, and uh, John Smiths the uh, Dale Boys, coach, thank you to both of them, along with Michael Connor from Dowling and Kristen Meyer, the Dowling Girls coach. We want to thank them. Our next game will be this coming Tuesday night. Ankeny at Dowling will be on the air at 6 o'clock from the Dowling Gym. As the Maroons are home for the next four games, we'll have all four on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, Ankeny on Tuesday and next Friday night. It'll be Ames for the first time this year. Once again, the final scores for the final time tonight. Dowling Girls... Uh, Improved their record to 9-2 and with a 72-67 win over Urbandale. And the Dowling Boys, a winner tonight, 48-30 to over the Urbandale Jayhawks. The Dowling Boys now have won eight in a row, and they're now 8-1 and on the season. For my broadcast partner, Steve DeVinny and uh, Gary Birdwell, this is Mark Amadale. Our thanks to our studio producer, Jeff Pickett. And for now, so long from the Urbandale gym. The final scores uh, tonight, Dowling defeating Urbandale By the score of 48-30 in the boys' contest, Dowling Girls, a 72-67 win. Have a safe and blessed, faith-filled evening.
0: Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, R&R Realty Group, Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass & Door, and Tamiya & Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com, and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.